0: guys, this is the Comic Vine Podcast for the week of Friday, January 27th,
1: 2012.
0: I'm Sarah. I'm here with Tony, the editor of ComicVine.com, and Hi. Corey.
1: What is up? <laughs> and Corey. <laughs> and all the rest. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. How's your store doing?
1: It's doing well. Um yeah. We're seeing business growth. What we really need, though, are more customers. That's... Which, you know, yeah. <laughs> the problem of did, any have, store. Have
0: you been doing a lot of advertising for the store? Like, how, like what are your challenges? Not um, a
1: great deal, actually. Yeah. Um, it's kind of tough because we're located in West Portal, which is an incredibly suburban area. So we've kind of had to, like, change all of our business models. Like, we keep expecting Sundays to be really bad, and then they turn out to be one of our busiest days of the week. Because mm-hmm. in the suburbs or sort of, yeah, in the, more le- in the less developed areas, people do their shopping on Sunday. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it's no, like this crazy do. shift of like because when I worked downtown, like Sundays would be just completely dead. dead. Yeah. And Saturday and Friday would be massive.
0: So what kind of advertising have you done?
1: We just mostly have fliered so far. Like okay. We'll send two of our employees. Like out no, to
0: like online stuff. Like I mean,
1: we've we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got stuff like that, but mm-hmm. nothing nothing huge yet. We're kind of feeling it out still. Mm-hmm. And now that uh, schools back up, we're probably going to advertise in SF State. Cool. And also, we want to be like photo ready, so to speak. Uh, the store is still being built from the inside, so like we're still getting fixtures in, we're still getting product in. We haven't really been like photo ready until recently. Cool. So we're probably going to do like a grand opening sometime in early March.
0: Very neat. Yeah. And I guess. <laughs> comic
1: books. Speaking of comic books, yeah, uh, <laughs> Justice League number five. This book continues to baffle me.
0: Baffle you? you in a good way.
1: In some good ways, I think the action is really great, but the the characters, I don't know, rubbed me the wrong way. Not all of them, but like Batman, especially in this issue, I felt was acting grossly out of character.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of it is that the the problem is we're we're seeing this five years ago, so it's like none of these characters are the characters that we're seeing in the other books, right. and, and that's the my big question is what happens in between with a lot of these characters, and apparently we're not gonna really see that because after issue six is like the last of the issue seven goes back to the present right. and
0: you talked to jeff johns about this right
2: I, yeah i asked him a, a couple questions and um so i asked him I was, I was like are there gonna be any flash he's like nope it's, it's gonna be in, a, in the present so it's kind of like they're not gonna look back he's i think he said like eight and nine there might be little flashbacks but they're not gonna really focus and i think that's the like the unofficial attitude with all the books cuz you know like we always brought brought up you know when what about this event did this happen did this happen and right. i think they're kind of saying let's move forward and again i'm not quoting jeff on this part i think they they just want us to, to move forward and not worry about when did robin and supergirl first meet Although I guess we'll see that in Supergirl's new. So, yeah.
0: so I don't know, if, like, how much, how much can I spoil about this? Because I had mentioned to you that I thought that this was really strange, and then you told me, "Oh, well, just you know, finish finish up the issue." And I finished up the issue, and I still think it's weird.
2: Um, well, I mean, we have the spoiler article for this, and yeah. so hopefully people read Justice League five. Yeah, now.
0: and if you didn't, can I just? Sure. I'm okay. So uh, Batman uh, takes off his mask in front of Hal Jordan and unveils his identity, mm-hmm. and then he just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I didn't really understand why he took off his mask in the first place.
2: The, my impression of that is – so he takes off the mask, he gets yeah. rid of the gauntlets, takes off the emblem, which I asked Jeff about that, and he didn't really answer. Right. Um, I, I think he did it, and then he holds up his arms – for the parademons to take him away so he would appear to be a normal civilian. Maybe he figured if they know I'm one of these few superhero guys that are fighting them, they might blow me up right here
3: mm-hmm. versus
2: if they think I'm one of the regular people because they've been abducting all the people and take them away to the volcanic mountain portal.
3: Yeah. Maybe
2: he figures if they just take me, I'll figure out where they're going and then I can kick okay. butt Batman yeah, style. Yeah,
0: okay. That makes more sense. Um.
1: My issue was, how does Hal Jordan not know who Bruce Wayne is? It's, uh, yeah. Someone brought that up in in,
2: in the, the review comments, but it's like, do you know every billionaire's name? Yeah,
1: I, but I know I, Bill Gates. Yeah, but that's, that's
2: because you know. <laughs> yeah, but not
0: everyone knows who Warren Buffett is. Yeah, and you I know, it like all depends.
2: Like he he's a billionaire, Richard Branson. <laughs> but at at this point, it's like, how involved is he with Wayne Enterprises? You know, he he could not even be on the board. He's just collecting the money, and you know, maybe they're not. Tech based or you know think, they're not making the news, or
1: I think since he's obviously such a, a handsome fellow that he would kind of more be front and center like sort of a Richard Branson, like he would sort of be the mascot for his own company
2: but it all, all depends on how much of that persona is he working to you know to create because again we don't know we know he's been Batman before this, but we yeah. don't know how long, so is he focusing on a playboy uh, identity I, or i
0: I really think that was just jeff 's way of, of uh demonstrating that Hal Jordan is like this. Self-centered. Really self-centered guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't care who wh- – why do I care mm-hmm. who Bruce Wayne is? Like, I'm too cool for school. Right. And, yeah, and, so and someone, else,
2: fair someone else commented maybe Hal was off planet for a while and he Possible. doesn't bother following up with tabloid-y Or
0: he's just, you know, being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does know who Bruce Wayne is and he's <gasps> just
1: – That's the twist. Being uh, a jerk.
2: Yeah, so there are some other weird things um, – the Omega Effect. I always call them Omega Beams. but Yeah, me too. Called, that's what they were it, originally called. On Comic Vine, the, the wiki page says Omega Effect. Weird.
0: Because well, Grant
1: Morrison calls them the Omega Sanction. Yeah.
2: Which so, I
0: think is a really cool uh, sounding name. But yeah, but that makes even less sense. <laughs> it
1: makes less sense, but I don't know. I, I just think it's a neat two uh, okay. words. Okay,
0: <laughs> Omega Effect. Why, did, why is it called that?
2: Well, I guess it's what it does. I mean, whether it, it disintegrates you or transmutes you to another place or whatever and...
1: More than just a beam. I don't know.
2: Um, I did really like this issue. I mean, I, I think a lot of it. It's. It, it, I think it's for the fanboys. You know, there's. You know, it's. It's Jim Lee and Scott Williams. I mean, yeah. their art is great, and so you get a lot of
1: seeing the Flash and uh, Superman try to dodge. The, yeah, I mean yeah, that, that that was, was great. Really you know, cool I I, shot. <laughs> I like
2: all of the big panels. You know, it's almost like every page has a big panel to showcase Jim's art. Mm-hmm. I I do like how the team doesn't get along so much. Because if you think back when they first... You know, their first appearance was against Starro, and that wasn't even, like, their their first actual official mission. Because mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that was in... Um, I forget the, the issue that was in. But it was, like, in Justice League number 8 or 9, where they did a flashback. These aliens attacked, and that's when the Justice League met up. And I just don't think, with the the atmosphere in the DC universe, how heroes are, like, hunted, mm-hmm. I don't think... They would just be, oh, yeah, let's work together. And you know, they're going to be mistrust. You know, They're not going to trust each other. And you know, you got people like Green Lantern who is arrogant and think they can do it all themselves. So I, I really like how it's all portrayed in that they're not just all buddies and getting together right away. But it is, I think, dragging on a little bit. <laughs> Green Lantern oh is really just getting smacked around in this issue. He doesn't care. <laughs> or like not in this issue, even, but like in the
1: last – Five issues. It's just been like, stand back. Green Lantern will handle this. And then he gets yeah, butt handed to him. It's almost,
0: it's almost like, all right, I, I get it. Yeah. He's kind of
1: arrogant.
2: And okay, c- yeah. Cy- Cyborg, what's, what's he done? Nothing. Nothing. And Aquaman Aquaman had, had two lines in here.
1: I didn't even, I forgot Aquaman was there.
2: Yeah, Wonder Woman, <laughs> she's like, let's go. I mean, at least she's got like a war cry or something. No,
0: but she's always like the really dumb, I don't understand this planet. Yeah. Like, and, and she's but come am along baseball it. And, and then yeah. what, am baseball exactly what's
3: <laughs> and, that and then when when
2: they're about to charge off we got this i was like
1: really well, but, but then flash calls him out. but
2: then yeah so <laughs> flash like we got that that's your big battle cry so it's no Avengers thankfully, assemble, thankfully you know jeff called himself on that and it's so. it's
0: kind of it's kind of corny but like you said i think it's for the fanboys, it's yeah. not. I don't think it's meant to be taken very seriously. Yeah, and that's, yeah.
2: I, I think Norm did not like this issue. Uh, Norm, I'm Norm be totally needs to get honest, off his, I his think high that, chair.
0: I think that, like, with all the potential that Jeff has as a writer, I think this c- book could be much better than it is. But it's still like it's fun. I think it's a good yeah. like you popcorn know? book, so to speak. Yeah, that's exactly.
2: I wonder what it how is. it's going to be after this is over. It's like, is he? Are they going to keep up with this yeah. like mentality, like well, action push it, or is it going to not? Yeah, and
1: I, s- <laughs> I could see it kind of like becoming like Avenging Spider Man, where it's more action focused, and then you read the solo books to sort mm-hmm. of get the character stuff.
2: Someone commented that the cover is like a Michael Bay.
1: Yeah, very much so. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's that. the thing.
2: So you look at this cover: <laughs> Cyborg's on it's front and center. Yeah, he's barely Batman's not even on the cover. This this was Batman and, and Green Lantern, and then Flash and Superman. Which is weird Because really, Batman is on the cover of every really other DC though. book, but because the other ones weren't with involved.
0: Looking at this, it. Like, I didn't even really see Cyborg, even though he's in the middle.
2: Yeah. yeah. Just... I don't know. I
1: mean, because the whole thing with Flashpoint was, like, suddenly Cyborg was America's number one superhero, and they seem to kind of be trying to push that in this book, but yeah, it's... Yeah. It, he was barely comprehensible in this book. Like, but see, what...
2: Uncle
0: uh, Man looks like Drew.
2: What a lot of people... look like Chris Jericho. What a lot of people are quick, you know, they they feel that, you know, Jeff loves Cyborg, so he's going to... You know, but it's it's like... So you what? got the critics in it because they 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 make the same complaints about Sinestro. That's why Sinestro is the the lead and Green Lantern and doing all this stuff because Jeff. Suppose he loves him. Yeah. If he does, great. But oh, too bad he writes amazing Sinestro stories. So whether he
1: loves him or not, he's yeah he's done a lot with that character.
2: Yeah, so I I did ask if um we're going to see Cyborg do more mm-hmm. yeah. in in the next issue, and Jeff's response was yes, you are and beyond. Ah, so there we go. So <laughs> typical
0: Jeff Johns Buzz response. Lightyear.
2: Yeah. Um, his reason, I asked him how come the the bat emblem peels off. He said because he gets a new one.
1: I thought he was going to throw it at one of the parademons yeah. and like entangle him in it.
2: Um, while we're uh, speaking of uh, Jeff Johns, we got Aquaman number five also.
0: I like Aquaman better than Justice League.
2: This, um... I, this was another good one. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed this. Yeah. Obviously, Jeff loves Aquaman as well, and it's showing because you know he's he's making them cool. I do love that intro of just Aquaman falls out of the sky into the middle of the desert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there there's some cool things here. Um, one thing I, I'm sure you guys saw in, in the yeah. stormy night. There's, there's something out the window, and I think that might have just been in
1: his head. Maybe. I think it was I like, mean. "What's on your mind?" And it's like, "That's what he's thinking about."
2: And Mara sleeps in a nude, but Aquaman sure. doesn't. Um, and th- th- I mean there, there's some stuff that's revealed here Some like new stuff about Aquaman That hasn't really been talked about And it is setting things up for the story of Atlantis You know what happened to Atlantis Why is it underwater And I think that's really cool I yeah, I, I totally. can't wait to, to see what's going on. It's this happen. really
1: interesting like corner of the DCU That hasn't that has, Yeah exactly That's kind of been just glossed over For the last however long Aquaman's been around even Mm-hmm which well, yeah, is. is
0: weird because he's been around for so long. Right? It's the yeah. strange
1: thing. It's one of those things where you go back and look and you're like, yeah, they never really did explain much about him.
2: In the in the comments of the, the the Jeff Johns interview, someone went off saying that supposedly the history of Atlantis has been told and all that stuff. Yet I mean I haven't been reading Aquaman, so I didn't read that in whatever story arc was mentioned. But Fair enough. it's not on the wiki page because I checked it this morning and so well wiki then pages are person, nothing. That person not should sure. probably edit. The, they should, yeah, edit yeah. The
1: database. Get yourself some wiki points.
2: And and the thing is, obviously, there's some things that are different here because you know whether or not this is the same, it has the same history as before. Things are are clearly different here. Well, mm-hmm. I think the
1: the those creatures are going to come into it somehow. Because the, the, <laughs> yeah. the guy, the recording, yeah. near the end says something about we can hear the scraping on the on yeah. the outside. <laughs>
2: And I, I thought it was interesting that the the tech was centuries old, but it's like super duper more advanced than anything we have now. Right. So, pretty cool. Fantastic Four, six hundred two.
0: So um, this was great. This
1: was action. Like this yeah. was go 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 lots, on all cylinders. Lots and
0: lots of action, and then at the very end, we see that they have to team up with with a, a rather unlikely. Yeah. Uh, uh, individual or Indeed. being, was but, cover. <laughs> who is also on the Spoiler cover? Spoiler also on the cover? Well, you spoiled it. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can interpret the cover as we're being attacked, right? By but...
2: Galactus? No, I'm, I'm talking about Captain America. Yeah, I well, know. Yeah, of he's course. on the
1: cover. No, yeah, he is yeah, yeah. an unlikely ally. He doesn't work with the Fantastic Four. I don't really, album. I
0: don't really want to get into this. There's uh, crazy stuff happens, and the Fantastic Four have to team up with someone that they wouldn't normally team up with ever.
2: Yeah, lots of. Really like the scale expects, on that
1: cover. Expects, That's a really, really good cover.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not in love with it. Yeah. I, I believe, like I, the scale on this cover better.
1: I've always just thought that Galactus looks really silly until you realize he's like 200 feet tall.
0: <laughs> so this is the kids. Uh, this is FF. We're 14. You didn't like it. I can't, I, you the hate art. The kids. No, no. It's
2: the art. When when Valeria has when her head is bigger than Nathaniel Richards. <laughs> She's got a humongous head. And and you know I can, I can appreciate She does and, and have a humongous. There, there's, there's head. there's another a fellow shot huge like huge head american I'm am offended by this. There's another one like for, she's standing further back and her head is humongous. I mean This it, one. Uh, that might be I it. I mean she on is bo- she does have a large head I right there. I think it's on the bottom. <laughs> rear fingers? Or maybe that. Now there's one where she's standing next to him. Right, I let's forget find. where. But it's like, you know, so the the art I you know, I can appreciate a different style of art. You know, there there's some artists that I've mentioned I don't really like. And and a lot depends on the book that it's on too, you know, the the type of story and all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, the, the art is fine for what it is. I just don't think it's right for all these kids because, you know, we, we, we talked about this whatever two issues ago or one issue ago where you can't tell one kid from, you know, you can't tell who is Franklin and who is Alex Power or who is who, Bentley, whatever the yeah. what the clone's name is. That's 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 always my problem. I because you know often I, I I read an issue and I always wonder. It's like, what if this amazing art? What if someone else did the art? You know, would it make it better? Would it make it worse? You know, because yeah. you know a lot a lot goes together. Better. Um, Nick Dragota, Yeah. Next one. Yeah. So that Next
0: that. issue, different artist.
2: That's the other problem with this book. There has been so many different artists. artists. Yeah, yeah. And this it changes like a lot. I. It, it's weird because like Barry Kitson did Fantastic Four. He did a couple issues in FF, yeah, like in did. the beginning. So it's just like, I haven't read the the collect the trades of, of of that, but I imagine it's it's like a roller coaster ride, just different. I think
1: artists. Doctor Doom looks silly with a white cape. I'm just uh, gonna say, it. yeah.
0: <laughs> I think Valeria is gonna be a very evil lady when she gets older. <laughs>
2: is that what you want to say, oh, mm-hmm. the, or, Like Layla or. Miller? Based or. on
0: based on based on her interaction with Doctor Doom, there's this, there's a line. Where um, I'll find it Someone Someone uh, fill in the time
2: uh, It's interesting
1: though We've seen two young women Let like, go to Be mentored by Dr. Doom Because we have seen An X factor Layla Miller Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, So Valeria says I'm sorry Uncle Doom I've been a very bad girl And he says Some of us like you that way <gasps> I don't know I think that She's gonna be a bad girl Forever
2: It's never gonna happen She's Why? never going to grow up. Yeah. Oh, Look yeah. how how oh, long Franklin's true. been a kid. That's true. Yeah. Unless
0: – She'll be a little child.
2: Unless she goes – gets pulled out in time, like cope and – Didn't they and sort of do up.
0: that though? Well, like, she when
2: she first – when she very, very first came,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the, I think she even has a separate page on comic Vine, which is not supposed to happen. but Because mm-hmm. um, I think it was Valeria Von Doom. She came and she was like 16 and she's like – and she supposedly was was Sue's daughter and then possibly Dr. Doom's Daughter, well, yeah, daughter. And, yeah, but then I think it came out that it was really supposed to be reader, and then whatever happened,
0: and then they made her, a her little well, again. No, then
2: her her time. She she went back to whatever time she came from, or you know she disappeared. But then something had happened. I I totally forget now. And then it's like Sue was suddenly pregnant, and then they're like, "What?" And she's like, "So it's like some like time had been jiggered somehow." And mm-hmm. so that's then she was a lot born. of comic
1: book storylines involve women becoming suddenly pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, like just Marvel,
2: Wolverine, and the X Men.
0: I don't think that happens in the DC universe. People yeah. don't just get pregnant.
2: Um, yeah, because really Miss Marvel yeah. got pregnant, had yeah. a kid. Yeah, what, what's Marvel, her name? Had like like alien
0: scroll babies. What was her name? Kitty
2: Pryde. yet. you're
0: spoiling. No, this happened like a long time ago. The uh, Skrull babies. The the the, oh, damn it, forget the name of the character. Skrull like, babies. Yeah, she's like part animal or something. I'm thinking cheetah, but... Tigra. Tigra. Oh, tiger. Tigra okay. had scroll babies. <laughs> and it was gross. I will never forget that panel where, <laughs> like, there's all these, like, balls moving in her stomach, and it's... In she the had ball. a litter. <laughs> it, was gro- it was disgusting. <laughs> it was gross.
2: But, no, I, I think I think the baby is normal.
0: It was more than one.
2: No, but I think she only has one. Okay. And so it, it's... It's Wait, are we ge- still talking it- about Tigra? Tigra, okay. yeah. It's it's genetically it's it's Hank Pym's kid, even though Weird. it was a scroll. Because th- when they did the Secret Invasion, the scrolls were so you know they they right. got so down to the, you know genetic level whatever whoever they were posing as. So when Scroll Hank and Tigra did their little thing,
0: <laughs> Hank
2: Pym is the worst superhero ever.
0: don't <laughs> <How many laughs> you like him though?
2: Right? Who? Hank Pym. I do. I like him. Yeah. Uh, not so much. He's alright. I don't I don't I, I don't define him by that one stupid panel that a lot no, of people no, do. Right. I don't but think. he's he's okay. He's, he invented Ultron though. I'm not speaking for more than just
1: that. Like.
2: I, I do like I think it was Mighty Avengers twenty six or so when like him and Reed Richards kinda fight each other. Yeah. I mean and and Hank was really getting like the upper hand on, on a lot of it. So I mean yeah. I thought that was I r I I don't know if Dan Slott wrote that issue, but it was a really good like mind battle where and yeah. it, it gave no, him I liked that. it gave him some credibility that you know yeah. he he's he's one of those Oh, he's not an idiot, guys.
1: but he just like his solution to everything is build a super intelligent robot. Like and then that works out very rarely.
2: Well, we'll see <laughs> what he's like when he's in Secret Avengers. <gasps> not in this issue though. Ricardo Remender. Um Secret Avengers 21.1. Rick Remender, Patrick Zerker. Patrick is not going to be the regular artist. It's going to be Gabriel Hardman. Okay. To, that's really cool. The art here is good. What I have to Commend um, Patrick on is when we see um, Hawkeye and Clint—I mean Hawkeye and Steve—out of of costume, which I passed a page. You can actually tell who is who because <laughs> well, most of the time they you know, they just look like blonde dude, right? And you can't tell who's Captain America and who's who's Clint Burton. Um, so this was—I thought this was a great, great point one issue because. As we know, Captain America is no longer going to be in Secret Avengers. If you've seen the promos, it's you know Hawkeye's there and Hank's there. Venom's going to be there. Um so. <laughs> But it's weird because Hank's going to be there and Ant-Man. So Erica Grady, oh. so they're both going to be there. And then we have um, Valkyrie. Grader. Who else? Um, Beast, I think. Black Widow? Maybe Black Widow. Yeah, because I know Moon Knight's not there. So, um, Which makes me sad. Yeah, and no Nova. I think, did I say Nova? Nova was like hardly even, he was like in the first arc when they were on was Mars. He? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That hardly even counts. He's not really secret. Although he's, is he dead now? You know, Yeah. And all that. And Moon Knight, poor Moon Knight. Just, <laughs> I'm a secret. I don't editor. even want to talk about it. Um, so this issue, this is great because it, it, it's, it's a clear point one issue. It's setting things up. Captain America is, is kind of talking to Clint about being in the Secret Avengers and what Secret Avengers so it lays everything out you get this nice action I don't like that the new Masters of Evil show up there's a reason they show up so that kind of makes sense but I, I really enjoyed it they've really
1: so. got to change the name of that group
2: and I, I do like the the idea here because they're they they're in this country where they're not supposed to be there you know Americans aren't aren't allowed and all this so it could be like this huge incident and that's what I felt as much as I love Brubaker I never really got that feeling from his secret Avengers. Right. You know, um, Nick Spencer touched on that too. And Warren Ellis definitely, you know, where you, you got the idea. Yeah. These are secret missions that no one can know about. So um, I just
1: liked Ellis's notion of like, no one can know about it because even in a universe where Galactus visits earth every other day, like this would freak people out.
2: (laughs) And I think um, Rick Remender knows something about secret teams, how to write secret teams. I think so. So I, I'm looking forward to this. It's gonna be interesting. The flash number five
0: I like this'
2: it was good mm-hmm. so we have, and just just the art i mean it, it's it's almost like you have to look at this on two different levels I mean you' got great story going on here, and you got the art. I just love like some of the like the just the the background like outside of the panels and yeah. just just you know the the colors and so you know Brian's colors and Francis's art i mean it's just it, it's amazing so we we have some set up here, we got you know iron Heights so the breakout, you know captain cold um we have. Mob rule—the the kind of conclusion to that. You know what's going to happen after this and stuff with with Barry Allen. I like how Barry's developing his powers, but he doesn't have the time to fully explore them because yeah. he's constantly working and you know saving people. So I, I really like that. And it, it's weird that you know this is a completely different Barry Allen. You know this isn't the one we had before because you know we don't know what he's done, and it, it's it's interesting to see how he's going to develop. In, in their, their eyes. And then, shocking ending. So, good issue. Mighty Thor. This is great. I did not read this. I like
0: it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, so, this is the third part in the story. And, um, there's all this talk of, of assassins and, like, dismantling Asgard- Asgardia. And, uh, That's kind of crazy But um, The the big thing here is Thor doesn't have his hammer And um,
2: You're talking about Real Thor Not What's his name Tyrannus Yeah Tyrannus Rex
0: Real Thor Thor.
1: Yes Tyrannus Rex Tyrannus
0: Blah 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 blah. He doesn't Yeah
2: So has anyone Does anyone see Thor Thor? Has he come out of that Space whale or whatever He was I didn't didn't read the last couple issues
0: Uh, No he's still there But
2: Because Loki's the only one
0: Loki's the only one that remembers him right that that remembers him and he's like don't give up Thor don't give up and Thor has a connection to Silver Surfer in this issue it's actually pretty cool Hmm. so I actually like this a lot Um, I also really like who's the artist Uh, Pepe Pepe Larraz he is great interesting lots of fun
2: anybody read Astonishing? I did I haven't read
0: I um so it's that weird uh, multiverse alter, yeah alternate world alternate with world mohawk thing, storm and Scott with, yeah with mohawk storm and like old Scott that mohawk storm and old Scott were hooking up but now that Scott's dead and there's regular Scott is in this weird world and um then uh the what's his name this bad guy he he starts like he's trying to like gather mutants from other, like, multiverse, like, other universes um to, like, build an army or something, and then they all have to, like, put on magneto helmets. It's kind of lame. Also, also, uh I mean, it was not my favorite. It's just mm. kind of weird. Well, we've seen that
2: image before. Yeah, but... Which never really uh, happened.
0: But then, like, this is what I didn't understand was... Really? Like that's gonna protect your head?
2: Maybe. Circuitry. Technology. <laughs> I it was pretty funny. Well, two more issues and Marjorie Lou
0: is gonna is, take over. Uh, yep. Um I did like the interaction between this uh like other world, Wolverine and Scott. Mm-hmm. Um because they address the fact that they never get along. No matter what universe it is, these two never get along, but they have to get along in order to, you know, make things right. So it was it was alright. It's pretty cool.
2: Green Lantern, New Guardians. Yeah. Anyone you to read this? Nope. I did. So we, I read this too.
0: What is wrong with her outfit? <laughs> she, Terrible. She
2: can't fix her. Z- I mean, there's, there's. Oh so gosh. you're talking about st- fatality, to Star Sapphire. It's clearly zipper. It doesn't
0: be- fit her because zipper is all the way there.
2: Well, see, because I mean, you can see the 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 closer shots. Of course, I got to include. Pretty you great. can see the little zipper teeth, but it's um.
0: Obviously, it's too small. It's, it's hot She's out in space, children's. I guess. She's wearing children's clothes. So y- don't we, zip up all the way.
2: So we have this, um, this, this team. They're not really they're a team, but they're not a team because you know. So the first issue, all the rings came. They went to Kyle Rayner, and he's like, "What's going on?" And turn the page. I can't and, stop looking at it. <laughs> I, I recently you're, read you're, the origins of the you're Star mesmerized. Sapphires. It is one of no, the it's most.
1: Just so distracting. It is like one of the most openly sexist things in modern comic what? books. The whole notion of the Star Sapphires it's love oh. yeah, they're they're yeah. powered by love it's all female it's all because they've had their hearts broken by a man it's like and they all dress like prostitutes it's like wow guys <laughs> it's freaking 2012 not yeah, 1972
2: <laughs> but Who um came up with that? like the costumes yeah. the costumes weren't like when when they first appeared if you look at like the old i mean they wore more clothing i mean it was more You're not so, like, down to the... the When Starfire
0: came out, she wore more clothing.
2: Yeah. What happened? Not always. I mean, sometimes. Um, Anyway. That's (laughs) ranch for another time. Yeah, so we have all these members from the different lantern cores. They're all ticked off because rings were were taken from people. And, you know, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And they all went to Kyle. (laughs) So the the rings are back. But then they're Uh, investigating...
0: Okay, wait. Hasn't this story been done? What? The rings have been taken, but... It's not supposed – like, that's not supposed to happen. Are you talking about Hal? I mean, like, I've seen that before. Where? Everywhere.
1: Well, this wasn't him doing it on purpose. Like, the rings all went to him, and then he became, like, some kind of weird Didn't that happen to Hal?
2: Well, Hal took all the Lantern's ring, and when he turned into Parallax, he killed Lantern. I mean, because he left them out in space. Well, this is different because these – seven rings or how I forget how many they all go to Kyle and then you know then the other lanterns investigate, you know what's going on and then why so why does
0: Kyle know, get all the rings
2: that they don't know that and and, and you know but the guardians were were not too happy and hmm. and they're investigating what's going on and they find this super duper ginormous <laughs> ship that's the Ball. size the size of a solar system and then you know there's Artificial spheres solar system, which yeah I love they, the idea they, of they they try going into it to, to figure out you know they they visit some of the different planets and so, speaking of Star Sapphire, there's some what what are Tamarians? I forget what they're called. Yeah, tamarin. So there's a bunch of people there, and, and you know they. Wait,
0: isn't that uh, Star Sapphire?
1: Oh yeah. Or Starfire. Or I definitely star star yeah. Starfire.
2: Starfire's planet, and then there's like others. Starfire,
1: the Star Sapphire. It's that'd be crazy.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Orange and, and purple. I don't know how that would go. Um, to uh, yeah, to star
1: is here. He's still. Yeah, unusual. so so there's there's
2: some cool stuff, and then, like just. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm I'm curious. You know what what the heck is going on, and you know how are these guys? Can they be a team? Because you know Kyle's trying to tell them to stuff they all hate each other and don't trust each other. And
3: so you like this book?
1: I do. It's kind of like Justice League Space. Um, Justice
3: League Space. I I would say this guy. I would say (laughs)
2: Larfleeze's little buddy. Yeah, he's a construct, but he claims he's he's who he is, and you know he.
0: He looks like an
1: egg. I think all of Larfleeze's constructs claim to be real though. Yeah.
2: So I, I would say, and and I'll be official and, and make a statement. Of all the Green Lantern books, obviously Green Lantern is my favorite. Yes. Now I would say this, then I would yeah. say Green Lantern Core, which I'm I'm like that's okay, and then yeah. Red Lanterns. Yeah, I would I, agree with that. The thing with Red Lanterns, it's 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 dull. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, they're supposed to be hate and rage and kill but it's like they're 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 turning more into like vengeance you know and redeeming the the fact that they brought in a stupid human not that humans are stupid but they brought this (laughs) human guy who yeah no offense um who's his uncle or their dad was was mugged and he died and so the the two brothers it's like really of the entire planet this is this is the angriest guy on the planet (laughs) This is this just a stupid kid? I
1: think they should have just made Frank Miller into a Red Lantern. By that understanding, oh wait, or Sarah Lima. He was what? he was mugged and became <laughs> very angry. I'm kidding, Sarah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: All right, Teen, teen Titans. Titans. What
2: about Matt Dimers? He he Lantern. Oh, all, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah. Thank you, Red Lantern. Yeah. Someone
0: madder than I am. <laughs> Does he listen to this?
2: I don't know, but. I, I, I'll tell you something later, okay. in case in case Matt's listening. I'll Ooh. tell you later. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, Matt. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. <laughs> 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 <What the? laughs> Who knows? Teen Teen Titans. <laughs> are you listening, Matt? Are you out there? Um, it's me, Tony. To Major are you Matt. out there, Matt?
0: It's me, Tony.
2: <laughs> Ground Matt. control, Matt Major People Matt. are like, who's Matt?
1: <laughs> what
0: are you singing? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I'm singing Ma- Ma-
2: Ground Control of Major Tom. All right, I'm saying okay. Major Matt. So no, no. It's a delicious parody. Um, Teen, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. So this is it's it's a fun book, mm-hmm. I have to say. So you know, just
0: Raven should be in this book. Well,
2: she might not. She's not in this issue, but there's been hints before. Um, and what I saw somewhere, someone talking about. You remember? Um, I think it was last week's or a couple weeks ago. In, in the back part, the sneak peeks that they do, they showed all these new characters, and they're like, hmm, who who could these characters be? Where are they going to turn up? Yet they showed. Who drew each one? <laughs> so it's like, hmm, Oops. here's a picture by <laughs> Kenneth Rocafort. What wonder, book is he on? Where could this, this character, character turn up? Go. So it was um, – it was. This, oh, I, I saw it on Bleeding Cool because there, they're, they're making a raven – you know, the women of Marvel statues. Yeah. Drew, mm-hmm. And there's a raven
0: statue.
2: Wait, women of DC. <laughs> women of DC. Yeah, because that wouldn't make sense. I was like, so, wait. <laughs> so they, they, there's a Wonder Woman one – Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman and a, a Raven one, but Raven. and so they're saying it's like, oh, did they the sculptor or manufacturer not get the memo that she's not? And it's like that has nothing to do with it. It's like here's a classic figure, yeah. They, they I a statue mean, this
0: character existed for how long? Like
2: the, the 80s, maybe. Or yeah, I don't know. The she's 70s. cool.
0: I like hmm. Raven. She's cool.
2: So and emo. There is um, – and the this, so the, the, the the Kenneth Roquefort design, there's like some hooded with kind of almost claws and some weird – I mean that could be her. Yeah, so we don't totally. know. And I can't remember I, – I can't keep track of all the stuff that Lubdell said when he used, used to do the, the questions. Um, he's too busy writing –
0: Bitter? Uh-huh.
2: Writing a few books. Um, actually, I think – I don't know how many – because he was doing three books at DC and he still – I don't know if the – scourge at aspen if that's still going on yeah i thought there was like six issues but i, I think i is remember. it more than that i think i saw it maybe it was a six issue because I, I remember it just came up like within the last month i was like another i was like i thought that book was done mm-hmm. um which i was I was an okay book you know
0: what the problem is though i mean it's, it's hard to keep track of aspen because their books come out like
2: yeah so he could have written it whenever going, yeah. yeah
0: i mean the schedule is so weird
2: yeah so um so what we so i don't raven might be coming back or might be turning up here she'll I, I turn up eventually yeah I mean,
1: there, there's no way they would well it
2: all all look. depends on how they do it because the whole thing is we're still not clear on if the teen titans existed before right because in red hood and outlaws you know there's obviously they know each other they know you know starfire and roy and all that and there was mention of potentially you know dick relationship with starfire and all that stuff yeah, so, we, so that we have to know happen? but then there's also cyborg who's who's tr- first appearing in justice league and or mm-hmm. assuming he's still going to be in, was he ever in the teen titans and here on on a first you know pages like teen titans the name just felt natural is you know so what tim drake's yeah, saying it's like so it
0: implied that it's is this new. the first time or yeah.
2: because there used to be a teen titans and he's like when we're kind of teen titans and right. we're you know so i don't know but you got a lot continuity. of continuity. There's a lot of fun stuff, you know, like Bart stealing Tim's clothes, last issue sweater and it ripped, and his costume here, which he modified. And so there's a lot, and then we got, you know, they're fighting Superboy, and um, I guess we can talk about it. There's something with the street. It's, it's it's another character. Oh. Which hasn't really hmm? been. The street
1: set. is a character. Right. What are you? T- mm-hmm.
2: we'll talk about it later. some people? I mean, it's it's it's. There's a page for this. Okay. Person, I, don't, I won't say the name, but if you go to the issue page, you'll see. Okay. And
0: so it's a living it. thing.
2: Because there's a couple issues, it's or like a wh- when, a, um, when, <laughs> when solstice and and, and Bart showed up there, you know, when they showed up on a door, there is like it was a street. At this, the street brought them there. So like the street can like interesting. Trans- is like th- trans-
1: wait, is that the thing from Doom Patrol? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Awesome.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it hasn't been official. It hasn't really. Like there's been no official confirmation, Mm -hmm. but obviously, yeah, that's what we have going on here. So it's got Superboy here. Character. (laughs) He's he's kicking their butts because he's working for nowhere, and you know they're hunting Wonder Girl, and they're trying to protect her, and they're trying to convince him that what he's doing is wrong, that nowhere Mm -hmm. is bad, and Mm -hmm. you know whether he's going to agree with them because obviously he's supposed to join a team at some point. But will he? What's going to happen? I think his
1: tactile telekinesis is a little ill-defined in this because yet yeah, li- that that picture that page right there, how no. is he lifting that up? Why not? He's not touching it.
2: I, I don't know how tactile. <laughs> does, he have to, does he have to constantly touch, or can he touch it and then oh, do maybe. it after?
1: Yeah, that might be what it is.
2: I don't know. Yes. What about that's a upcoming Green Arrow new new arc and. No nocenti, senti. I can never say your name,
3: and nocenti,
2: yeah, classic writer returning
0: I thought this was black canary uh, mistaken I got something
2: to say about black canary Lear
0: what what do she you have a work. problem with her No no, better not
2: news
1: bring bring your black canary beef to the surface x men x men legacy
2: two sixty one so this is rogue's team it's she's at the school, um Christos Gage is now the writer. <laughs> Mark Carey Mike, Mike Carey was the writer for I think I forget how long for a long time. Michael. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like Christos Gage is
1: one of those like unsung heroes of Marvel. The guy's like writing 10 books.
2: This is this was <laughs> I really like this issue. Uh I mean Rogue I think Rogue it, it's weird how how much she's stepped up and uh, how much she's changed cuz in the the last issue I think the last issue was a point 0.1 issue right before this. And you know she's really talking to kids cuz obviously she's has a new control over her powers, you know, she how she can do different things now and yet you know, she can actually control it, you know, where before she oh, couldn't
0: she can control her powers now. She she totally get a new outfit.
2: Well she still ha- she does have a new outfit because half the time her outfit was like um Star Sapphire's <laughs> She's just like practically hanging out there, if you know what I'm saying. No,
0: but like the gloves and stuff. It's
2: just she's—it's it's her style. She likes it. Maybe her hand, she gets cold hands. I have so, cold hands, and I don't wear gloves. Maybe you should. Didn't?
0: You can buy hand warmers from Walgreens. I
2: don't know. But uh, so, <laughs> what I like about this is, you know, it's taking place at the school, but it's not. Just focus on the school, like Wolverine and the X Men. So I was a little concerned I, when I first heard about it. I was like, do we really need this X Men book? You know, we have so many X Men books. And we so really it, do. it's uh, it's really defining itself as as another X Men. I mean, I, I, as much as I like it, I still think we have too many X Men books. And it's nice here when the school is attacked that they, you see like what their, their contingency plan is, what they do, you know, how do you protect the kids? Because Wolverine, the X Men—they get attacked on the first day, and you know they tried as much as they could, and they did an okay job protecting the kids.
1: <laughs> Nobody died, so there's that.
2: <laughs> so, and there's there's a, a bit of like in on, in opening pages, Rogue is talking to Rachel. You know, they're they're because t- she used to be with Magneto, and then they were you know they were together, and then when the split came, she decided to go to the school because. She, she believes the kids need to be taught not just how to be you know warriors and all that, but Magneto obviously can't come you know with Wolverine and how he's he you know he agrees with Cyclops direction and all that, so there's a whole thing of you get a lot of like relationship talk where you know neither one of his called the other and you know who's going to be the first to make the call so that that's that's kind of fun and everything you know you get some of that it felt like it was a little too much, but you know and there there's some humor thrown in there there's plenty of action got exodus returns and really good art, yeah, so it was R- rogue looked a little weird sometimes her her her, her face eyes manish. yeah so but other than that it was it was good I liked it i vampire Joshua Hale field calls I really like this this is this is amazing, but Josh first of all, Josh is a great guy yeah and this is a great book this my my one problem with this from the very beginning is you got this so you got mary queen of blood and you got andrew bennett so the two vampires you know andrew turned her into vampire she's a killing you know she's evil she's an evil vampire andrew's a good good guy you know he's he's killing the vampires you know we've heard that before Mm -hmm. but what's going on is like uh, you know hundreds of people are are getting taken turned into vampire and then you know then they're just no one knows what happens you know all these hundreds of people disappear so i was like wouldn't someone like look into this like all these other heroes because you know the justice league's around even if it was like not metropolis or gotham or you know something like that you would think someone would wonder what happened to like 400 people that they just disappeared so now um it was an issue this is five issue three mary left a note for andrew to meet her in gotham so it's like oh batman's gonna show up last issue though batman wasn't there it was john constantine team whichever you prefer so that was interesting because then you know you got kind of like the the magic side of the DC universe. You know they're they're aware of this vampire thing, so now they're in Gotham, and it's the whole thing is you know, what is Batman going to think of vampire? You know, does he know about vampires and is he, what's he going to think? So it was just really well written, and I, I like that they're finally bringing this dark little corner of the DC universe to the regular DC universe because our one complaint is all these books are too separate. You know, they don't feel like they're in the same world. Even though the first issue did mention like Green Lantern and Superman just in passing, someone made a comment. So I like that we're finally getting that that connection here.
0: Everyone's in Gotham. They're in Gotham. Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove are in Gotham now.
2: Batman's in Gotham.
0: Is Batman's he? in Gotham.
3: <laughs> so and and the
2: art is amazing.
0: Batgirls in Gotham. Batwoman is in Gotham. Everyone's in Gotham.
2: You're not in Gotham. I wish. <laughs> Um, Do you? <laughs> but you wouldn't make a sandwich for Batman, because you're mean.
0: No, he's making his own sandwich. He
1: probably could make his own sandwich. He does make his own sandwich. sandwich. I don't think he Batman. could make a,
2: a sandwich. You don't think he could make a sandwich? Alfred makes a sandwich. Batman wouldn't know how to make a sandwich. <laughs> you think he could make a sandwich? I sounds hope like, he can. Sounds like an off my mind to me. Can make a sandwich. <laughs> can um, Batman
1: make a sandwich? A bat sandwich.
2: Speaking of vampires, we have American Vampire number twenty three so this is scott right. snyder and rafael albuquerque so this is great this is we're in the 50s so we got this kid he's a vampire hunter and just this was such an, a fun book great art lots of action lots of craziness so you guys need to read american vampire i'll have to say
1: if i do i need to start from the beginning
2: um, yeah, I mean, this is like part two of an arc, which you can, you know, usually beginning of the arcs, you can always kind of jump in and figure out what's going on. Captain America and Bucky, 626. So this series is ending <gasps> soon because Bucky's then... Bucky's
1: shooting Captain America in the back, evidently.
2: They're, they're switching. It's going to be Hawkeye, and then who knows after that. So this, James Asmus, who, who is a fan of comic Mind. Cool. Hi. And um, Ed Brubaker... His co-writing who hates comic Who is not line, a fan? Of <laughs> <line>. <laughs> um, right, um, and Francesco Francavia.
0: who is
1: I don't know, who
2: is awesome. I've spoken to him on Twitter. But, um, so this goes back to the like replacement Cap and Bucky, and you know, so you get this. Then this, there's this other Bucky that turns up. It's doing all this bad stuff on TV. So obviously, Captain America needs to go investigate it, and you just got all this great art and. And Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch is here. And so, great action suspense. It's got, it's got a
1: great throwback look to it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, t- I love the art. I mean, it's, it's so cool. All-Star Western number five. It's a good book. It's a yeah, real good book.
0: This, this is great. It's getting really exciting. Yeah. As you can tell by my voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Sarah, uh,
1: dial back the enthusiasm. <laughs> God's sake.
0: So, when Jonah Hex and Amadeus Arkham fall into this whirlpool, and then they... They come out um, like on the other side of like the cave. So they're underground. Mm-hmm. And then um
1: freaking caveman Morlocks. Well, show up
0: yeah, something like or that.
1: Something.
0: What I got out of it was that these were these are native people. Okay. Uh and they were kind of like like this is me reading into the story, right? But this is what I think. I think that these are native people. They were pushed underground by like the industrialization of Gotham. Mm-hmm. And so you see, like two sides of that. You know, here are these natives, right? And are are they bad? Like we don't really know very much about them. Yeah. So that's an interesting interpretation. I, yeah, and I then didn't, at the end, there's a giant bat.
2: Do you <laughs> think this has anything to do with um during uh, the Bruce Wayne r- Road home? No, not Road home. Return. Return of Bruce Wayne. You know what? There, because there is there is a cave before, and there is the the those other. Um, and a and giant bat. The, the, the other species that worshipped the bat and all that stuff. So there I, was a giant bat I, in that story. Yeah, I remember story. that. Because the, the, not the Barbados, or whatever. <laughs> Barbados Snim. <laughs>
0: no, I know what you're what you're talking I'm about. I'm wondering. I don't know what they were called, though. These guys are called, full oh, in the time. I don't know where. The, the Miyagani.
2: I think that's what the, it was called. Yeah. I want to say that was what they were called in Return yeah? of Bruce Wayne, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, then, there we go. That sounds... Cool. My analysis is probably totally off. Eh.
2: What do you mean, your review or? Yeah. Oh no, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't even
0: make to... that connection. Good. I I don't know. Uh, good point.
2: I I mean I don't just because it's got that. I don't know. It's
1: all purely speculative at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean it would be interesting to see if uh, Jimmy and uh, Justin delve into like the Miyagani like history because I don't well, think Grant did. Really. Yeah,
2: they're they're supposed to. Cause, um, I think I saw like them talking or someone asked on twitter or something like that if they're gonna um, bring in like the court of owls here and i think it was jimmy that said yeah so i guess cool. they're, they're
0: all gonna connect somehow yeah, finally
1: love the court of owls i actually talked to scott on twitter about that about how yeah, i saw this something is shaping up yeah
2: i saw him <laughs> like retweet your and answer your question or yeah. something <laughs> Uh, Batman: The Dark Knight, number five. That was a bad sip of coffee I just had. It's appropriate
0: just, just for the there. title that you're reading. Oh,
2: <laughs> take um, that, David. Oh, so, uh, the Scarecrow here s- is gas, it jacked up, buff Scarecrow? And, and so we we get all of this. Look at the uh, flashback people. You know, all of, um, Batman is at the mercy of Scarecrow. He he gets injected with this stuff. And then, you know, I, I'm trying to think if, if I read issue and I, I did read issue four, I think. Because issue four was more when Alfred came with the ice cream mm. and he was all sad. He's in his bedroom and there's like his medication on the nightstand. They're like, what, what's going to happen if Alfred's not there? It's like, this isn't Alfred. Because Alfred and Batman Robin's like kicking butt and everything. Yeah. So Scarecrow gives him something and then Superman turns up and then. Whether this is he? this is really happening? Because then it's like, boom! Right. It's like, I I don't think Batman. Okay, so Batman cannot punch Superman. If he punched him like that, first of all, uh, Superman wouldn't go ah right. like that, and Batman's entire like Wrist forearm would be yeah, shattered. It would be shattered just, yeah.
0: totally. Oh my god! So, I can't feel
2: but much. but also maybe it's a fear gas hallucination. But <laughs> what could happen is. There, or there could be something else. Maybe there's like some Titan formula in here. But then, oh God. The, really doing but, then but then at the end, there's like this. So it's it's almost like I don't know.
0: Maybe it's maybe it's fake Superman. Is I mean, it
2: the, the, City whole, like the whole the whole thing. Into but the whole thing the could comics? have could have been in his mind or all this, and I, I don't know. Deadpool the musical. Deadpool I forty nine liked this. It you, is
1: useless and a, it, it's just a recap of basically everything that Daniel Way has written about Deadpool.
2: Did you hear the audio? No, there is um there is an actual MP3 that you could listen to, and it sings you to comics so you can just follow along, and you don't even have to read it yourself. That is awesome. So uh, Jordan Jordan Dwight he he put it out there, and I so I listened to it this morning. I was like, whoa, this is. I mean, it's it's got the music, and you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a parody. It's it gives you the musical cues in the yeah. book, but but That's then so
1: cute,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: But then the the weird thing is um then the 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 link was was taken down. Oh no. What? Well, it's it's like this is, you know, I don't know if it's if it was just like music overload or you know or people visiting or whatever or it's because it's pir- not pirate it's it's not it's it's, it's a parody. So it's it's, yeah, you, it's know, whether, you know whether pr- you know writes music cuz you know they're they're using the music from you know the other people, right? But so, so what?
1: So does, Weird Al's made an entire career out of doing well, that. Well, Weird yeah, Al exactly. Weird
2: Al gets permission for the most part, or lets them know, and you know, because there there are parody laws where you are allowed to do certain things. Right. Um, oh, Doctor Vaughn. So I, I I don't know um, if if it's if it's just temporarily off or, <laughs> but it's 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 pretty it's funny. Such a dork. Voodoo number five.
0: So this is Joshua Williamson writing. Um, so it's a new writer on this book, and you can definitely uh, feel that the the book is changing direction. Um, she's the first thing I noticed that was very different from the last four issues was that she seems to be feeling some kind of remorse
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, towards you know killing all of these people, which isn't really something that we'd seen before because before it was all like this is my mission, this is what I have to do like you know. Well, she
1: spared the FBI agent. Like previously, yeah, she so.
0: did. Um, and she snuck out of brought there. Up here, <laughs> but um, a lot of a lot of like the I at least I noticed that a lot of like the killings that we saw in those books had to do with like fear. Every time she got right. too scared, like she would just kill them. Um,
1: I do like that she has to like go into this guy's head to get his weakness, and then his weakness is apparently biting his head off. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, you would have never figured that one out. Is that,
0: is that like a <laughs> sy- sy- uh, complete decapitation symbolism by only or weakness? Something
1: else.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then she she does it, so it wasn't bad.
2: It's interesting. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. yeah no, it was. I, I liked it.
2: You know, I I did dig out my um, like Wildcats one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. But I didn't read them yet.
0: You should. Yeah.
2: That the, who the, wrote those?
0: Jim Lee and I uh, forget his name. It's not Frank Cho. It's, um,
2: I'm trying to think who else was on it with him. I could look it up. But I know Alan Moore wrote it for a while. That was like FC. I never read any yeah, of that stuff. It was
0: too... It's weird
2: because
1: um, Wildcats is not a title. I would say It Alan was two Asian-American writers. So it was Jim. And not someone it.
2: Not, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, I even have gold... Oil cover, like, like the, fancy, like retailer incentive, when, fancy which isn't Very worth fancy. anything now. Of course no, not. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Superman number five. Uh, blah, blah blah blah. Alien title. alien alien attack attack. But this
0: was funny though. The, the <laughs> part where like he absorbs all that stuff and then it's like, why doesn't he always do that?
2: Mm-hmm. So you read this because
0: I read uh, part of it and then I.
2: Well, what you guys, I'm not going to say anything then, but you guys need to read. Oh,
0: no, I did. I did finish it. What
2: happens at the end. It's like, uh, what does this this mean? Yeah, this is totally, it's
0: a little, uh, yeah. mm
2: -hmm. Some, yeah.
0: Interesting. And if that's the case, then it sort of explains like the feeling throughout the rest of the book, right? I I mean, because it's been sort of.
2: I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Um, then we have Alpha Flight number eight. This is the final issue. Sad. Um, mm-hmm. As far as last issue. It's
0: all because Ethan's not reading it. Yeah. That's
2: why. Who's Ethan? Not even in the office today. Just yeah,
1: I haven't seen that guy in a while.
0: <laughs> who is that guy?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the last issue. Thanks oh. for buying it. Thanks for supporting it, those <laughs> who didn't. Jerks. Um, <laughs> Ultimates. See, and I kept buying this even though I knew it was ending. And even though I haven't read it last time Wait, what the, the what? You're too late, Corey. We, <laughs> I know, we moved, but now moved, I'm intrigued. <laughs> ultimates, what number is that? Six? Six. Yeah. Um, I did not read that. I didn't,
0: fin- I didn't finish it. I wanted to. So.
2: Norm, who's not here. Because he's doing he could, some tech stuff. For school.
1: I like the Ultimates books. I really like this Ultimates book. Uh, this one kind of, like, slowed down, too. Like, it's interesting to see them actually needing to formulate a plan to deal with the whole city... I as opposed to just charging at it and throwing I like, superheroes at it. I
0: like the Ultimates because I, th- I think that the storylines are pretty solid and it's totally disconnected. So it's like you need you you only need to read this one book.
2: Yeah. My problem the is end. Jamie Braddock. Why do you I, hate Jamie Braddock. Like,
1: he's, he's, he's insane. What have you got against British people? He's he's insane. He uh, he some
2: he, of the marks he, he he can't be Captain Britain. That's Why? that's, that's Why Brian. Because Brian Braddock, who's I guess he was killed here. I yeah. He's track. not he's, dead yet.
0: He's a little dead. <laughs>
1: just, it's then, only mostly that. <laughs> but then, speaking
2: of of Jamie Braddock and Uncanny X Force, last issue was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it was. I'm sure we to talk
2: about that. But, uh, okay, I, I
1: I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to like deal with this because the the Reed Richards's whole thing seems to be unstoppable. I'm kind of spoiler. It was like two issues ago. <laughs>
2: two two miniseries ago.
1: I'm I'm kind of like hoping they don't just Deus Ex Machina it because I'd really like to see how this all shakes out.
2: Uh, we have Walking Dead, which I have not read this. I, I I could have read this like a month ago, practically, and I still haven't read this. I love it. I guys just, I'm up it. on
1: trades, but I don't read the single issue. Um,
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number six. I am behind on this. Me too. I'm just getting this. I just like the art. Yeah. So you got Kevin Eastman did you be, uh, involved. I guess
1: we could cover this in news, but did you hear about Rocksteady? Mm-hmm. Rumor?
0: They're making a, a game.
1: Yeah, the guys who made Arkham Asylum in Arkham City might be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games sort of in that same style next. <laughs> huge rumor, huge speculation, but.
0: Hey, yeah. <laughs> what? It's a little goofy.
1: <laughs> well, they wouldn't be, it would be more serious. Danger it would be girl's kind of like the, the comic
2: tone. Who?
0: Danger Girls coming back?
2: Oh, no, that, that came out last week. The girls are back. Ginger-y. Danger Girls, uh-huh. number one. There's a new series. It's supposed to be a new Danger Girl. Came out last week.
0: Oh yeah, she's new.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was I was actually going to review it just to see. Hey, it's a new new Danger Girl series.
0: Very small feet.
2: And <laughs> and I was not able to get an issue. And yeah, there's so I didn't read it yet. Savage Hawkman number five. So everything is going to be changing here. Uh, Rob Liefeld is going to be taking over with issues seven what you didn't know about that i mentioned it two weeks ago i need to leave no it was it was was two weeks ago because he's taking over like three books tony 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 salvador daniel on his facebook he announced that he was focusing on detective comics and he was leaving hawkman so rob liefeld is going to be writing and drawing deathstroke so no more kyle higgins so we talked because okay the whole yeah, thing. Did you
1: just blank this out? Is it too traumatic? Because the whole you know? thing,
2: the whole thing with, with with Deathstroke is it's been grounded in reality as much as you can for a comic book. As much you as know you everything. With a giant sword. Candy. Yeah, and when when Rob takes over, who is Deathstroke going up against? Lobo. Lobo, intergalactic bounty hunter. Everybody's favorite. It, it fits the tone of the book completely.
1: Yeah. No. Totally. The, the giant so, walking Wolverine. So. Um, so. Are
2: you
0: kidding me? <laughs> We're gonna go from Tony Daniel, who sucks on this book, to Rob Liefeld, who he's
2: writing, just writing.
0: Oh, perfect! <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Um, well, now we'll
0: have more kicking in the jewels.
2: What else is? There's... Oh,
0: kick him in the jewels. That gets him every time.
2: There's he's doing to one. Be fair, it does. I'm drawing a blank now. So he's he's writing and drawing oh, Deathstroke. God. He's, yeah, he he's writing Savage Hawkman, oh. and he's gonna be writing. Something else, I thought. Uh, wow, well, you know Green what? Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> That's not
3: true.
0: <laughs> Batman. Yeah, yes, he's exactly. gonna write Batman. Scott
1: Snyder. Sorry. Okay,
0: out. I'm Sorry. I'm done. I'm I was. Goodness. Goodness.
1: I can't, we talked about this figures. last week. I can't believe I last maybe week. I, I wasn't here just last week. Very frustrated. Maybe over it was last
2: week. It. maybe it was two weeks ago is when it said. came out. Yeah,
1: you
0: okay.
1: know, I think we did talk. I think we talked about it with James.
2: Maybe I don't know. Last week.
0: I don't think we did. I really think we did. I don't think so, because if we had talked to James about it, something would have come up.
2: Maybe it didn't. Just remember. All
1: right. Fair enough.
2: Um, Rob's a very nice guy.
0: Oh, sure. He's nice. That's fine. No, he's good people. But you know what? Honestly, like I'd rather see him drawing than writing.
1: Yeah. I can say that about most artists. I see. Just League Dark. I haven't read this. Really good. Really, 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 really good.
2: How Was it good? It was really good.
0: How good was it?
2: really it was all okay. right <laughs> so there's that fury of firestorm fear that itself the fury of firestorm <laughs> so um what's interesting if you notice on the cover what do you notice about the cover the credits uh
0: uh Scrivers first then yeah. simone yeah well he i think simone just helped plot this I'm
2: trying to find a friggin credits and
0: vince fans, Scrivers Going to do the next issue, like because he's taking over this book. I'm... Well,
2: okay, it says Ethan Van Skyver or Skeever. People Scyver. prefer. Scyver. I say Skyver, but I heard someone else say it differently. Siler, um, He's the um, and Gail Simone co-plotters. Then it says Gail Simone writer, and then deray Sinar pencils. So I guess That's Ethan weird. is, is going to be just writing.
1: Yeah. Why I is DC so. having all of its artists write? <laughs> Cheaper, I
2: don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't
1: know. I guess, I don't know. I've always believed that writers should do ten percent of the art, and artists should do ten percent of the writing, and then they should just leave. Oh, and be left to their own domains. Um,
2: I saw a, a Twitter response. So you guys talked about Chris, Samney last week. Yes, it's James it's, it's, it's actually loves him. Actually, Samney Oh, okay. Someone, yeah, someone's like, I oh, mentioned you, but they got your name wrong. So. <laughs> James, we'll blame James.
1: Okay. Yeah, because well, that's uh, probably but the he British, has a pronunciation. British accent. So,
2: Daken, that series, I believe, is ending.
1: Yeah. It's is ending. it? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's, it was one of those. It's had some ups and downs, but Giant was, gun.
2: <laughs> no, but. the gun. Holy crap, that's a huge seen. gun. But that we talked about gun this. The Life. The story has gone on. Yeah. What's the heat? Is this that story the story? has dragged. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Who's writing this now?
0: Williams. Uh, Rob Williams. Yeah. Alessandra oh. V on art and Rob Williams. I like
2: the art.
1: Though. Yeah, the art's always been really solid. I yet. liked when
2: when Daniel Way and Marjorie Liu were writing. Yeah,
1: that this was is, good. This is like that a five good, this is a story that could have been told in five issues and it's been like 15. I, yeah, I feel like it's been like 12.
2: <laughs> okay, wrapping this up, we got Black Hawks. I've not read this. You can series um, that are ending. This is when it's ending? See, I see. I really like the premise, but
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of like that whole Marvel Secret War.
2: So this is where so Kafu did the pencils on here? Because Cafu started on Grifter. Oh, yeah. And now, so it's like they're switching things around everywhere. And we have Archie Meets Kiss. I've not read this yet. I've heard
1: nothing but good things about this story, yes, like, this in all good. honesty.
2: Mm. Zombies <laughs> and Kiss. And that is the comics for this week. Woo. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, as far as news, so we talked about the Deadpool musical. I was going to give the link but it's I don't fine. know if it's it's still up there. So I when I this goes up, if I'll check if it's up or I don't know. Um I'd play some of it, but I don't know if yeah, we don't we're, we're, we're allowed to <laughs> know. So There's that. Uh Walking Dead TV show. There's a new trailer out. It returns February 12th. Cool. A lot of There's, just just, there's, there's, there's going to be yeah. There's going to be some zombies in there. So. Oh good. <laughs> So in
1: me. the zombie show, uh,
2: there's Marvel released some new pictures for the Avengers or Marvel's The Avengers, whatever they're calling it now. Um, uh, studios, more pictures the or co- the covers for Empire? No, there, there are five separate not, not the covers, there are five images, kind of boring. Yeah, there's one of um,
0: I feel like we're seeing the same stuff over and over. Well, these
2: weren't even like action, so so like, like the first one was it's it's Steve in the gym. Where you know he punches a punching bag. Yeah, what's he's, wrong with us? He's, <laughs> huh?
0: That's exciting for some of us. No, no,
2: no, no <laughs> that's not it. He's he's standing there, you know, he's by his bag, and like Nick's handing him this like envelope, like some probably some classified information, yeah, yeah. like go Was on this it, mission, wasn't and he's in like. that the trailer? I don't know. Or the, so, the teaser from so the end of Captain there, America. There's that. Um, there's a Banner and Stark standing next to each other, and Banner has a purple shirt, but not purple pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just wonder how they're going to get along because, you know, they're both smart. They're both scientists. And I guess Tony Stark's kind of a scientist. Well, one's a geneticist. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're both smart guys. A they like tevist. tinkering and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to get along, but then I wonder if Tony Stark's going to piss him off. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, is Banner, like, he's got to be on, like, on major medication or meditating or something. Or both. Yeah, because you know, th- he's just like walking – he's just standing there. It's like, he's okay, got s- here's a dude who could turn into the Hulk and destroy everything, and you're just going
1: to – He's got such a schizophrenic personality. It's like he's being played by a different person every movie. Yeah,
2: I don't Check know. Something like that. Um, there is a picture of Hawkeye and Black Widow sitting next to each other. So I wonder if there's gonna be that any, was in a any romance. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and then there's a close-up of Nick Fury where you can see his, his scars and stuff. And then another one of Nick Fury standing in front of the table with the shield stuff behind him, and just standing there looking tough,
0: which is what he does. Hanging mm-hmm. tough.
2: They some images were released for Dark Knight Rises statues and busts. Oh gosh! So, um,
0: Countman looks like Anne Hathaway, so they ruined it.
2: <laughs> well, because you know, they, they, I I don't know if it. it if, I think there's two different ones, but there's one where she's got the goggles down and the one where she's got the goggles up and they look more like ears and she's got that silly little mask. And I don't know. You know <laughs> so, so, you how, how how people yeah. are, are like, what if this, what if that? And so someone somewhere, I don't know who said this, but what if they're like, what if Catwoman's really not in it? That
0: and would be great.
3: But no, no. So no. But they're like,
2: what if Anne Hathaway's really playing Talia? Mm-hmm. And, That'd be crazy. And, and all this Catwoman—I mean, they in a, in a way they they could, you know, like the images that we saw, you know, where she's got the mask. Right. You know, which again, that doesn't mean I could see them taking a couple pictures or doing a couple shots to, to fool everyone. But if they're doing a, a Catwoman bust or statue, I don't think. I don't know. They, they, could, they could like they could.
1: No, uh,
0: yeah, but they announced it? that it was Catwoman, right? So what? Like
1: they well, lie. they
2: never really. <laughs> I think they said Selena <laughs> Kyle, but still, oh, nice. they could. They can solicit mis- whatever misleading. they want to
1: call it as long as they're not misleading she, about what it looks like. I, I think, think in I mean. an interview
0: she was like – and then they called me and they were like, would you like to play Catwoman? And I said, oh, my god. I've been dreaming about this since I watched Batman with Michelle Pfeiffer, blah, blah, blah. Like. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was a really good Catwoman.
0: <laughs> moving on.
2: I'm letting people take in your, your, your feelings over Anne Hathaway. <laughs> your seething rage.
0: If I meet her, I'm gonna be like,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're just gonna shake your head and go no. no. Um,
2: <laughs> more this k- kind of spoilery. So I don't know if you guys want to hear this. Yeah. It's Wait. Is Dark it Night? Batman? Yeah. Dark Knight. I've
0: like kind of already decided I'm not gonna watch this movie. Okay. Well. Really? I'm um. Not, I'm that upset. Wow. About it.
2: All right, you don't see it? Oh, I'll go. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, go. Go, no, um, have fun, go. Prediction. Another rumor, or I guess not really rumor because I think it's it's been kind of confirmed, um, Liam Neeson said he filmed a scene for Dark Knight Rises.
0: Yeah, well, <gasps> I mean, I figured.
2: But he said he was on set for an, about an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> he wasn't told anything. He has no idea what's going on. So.
1: What, <laughs> did they blindfold him and have him wear earplugs <laughs> while plugs. they were I filming so. it? What do you mean he has no idea what's going on? <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, you could I shoot a scene, scene
0: but a, yeah. I don't remember what I, I built said. I filmed a scene,
1: and then they gave me a pint of gin so that I wouldn't remember anything.
2: <laughs> Iron Man Three is um, rumored to be begin filming before the Avengers May Fourth opening. Ooh. which I, I I don't know. What, it's like okay, May Fourth, obviously. The at both ends. Obviously, they gotta do a lot of promoting and red carpeting and stuff like that, and so it's like. Tony Stark's going to be out filming while they're, you know, talk show circuits and all that stuff. He can still make the rounds. I don't know. Maybe they're going to, like, was, start. Was he have an iron suit he can fly around? Maybe they're going to start the filming
1: with, like, stuff that doesn't involve him.
2: I don't know. That seems weird. I mean,
1: you've also got Chris Evans. You've got, you
2: know... but They're talking, like, mid-March, like, pre-stuff and possibly, like, f- filming, like, in end of April. Hmm. And that's, that's still supposed to be earlier than, I guess, they what they first said. Uh, a script for Doctor Strange is complete by Thomas Donnelly and Joshua Oppenheimer, who did Conan the Barbarian, which I don't think that's a good sign because I haven't seen that. They did Sahara. Uh,
1: wow. Ugh. Uh, this is not
2: uh, good Mar- news. Marvel is looking for a director, and then they're going to cast a lead, and it's, it's most likely going to have a smaller budget than these other director, other big Marvel <laughs>
0: movies. I'll do it. All right. You're welcome.
2: Exclusive breaking news. Sarah
1: Lima announced as director of the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah,
0: that's what's going to happen next.
1: Would you cast Benicio Del Toro? I really want to yeah, see I that Yeah, I would, happen.
0: yeah. Whatever, Corey. <laughs> like, you can be my casting director. Hooray.
1: This just in. <laughs> breaking news. Corey Schroeder confirmed. We're casting just, director of the Doctor Strange just, movie. That's great.
2: So we still don't know what's going to... Because there's two movies coming out in 2014. And they still haven't said. So there's April 4th. And then the May sixteenth slots that are, that are open. It's
0: going to be Thor, no?
2: Oh, um, well, no. Thor's supposed to be November of 2013, I, I thought think. thought it was 2014, like I think. No. I think okay. But then they're saying that maybe um, Captain America 2 would be on May 16th.
1: You know, I still haven't seen that. Is there any
2: information about... What, Sarah? Oh, my goodness. You should not have said that. <gasps> <sighs> you are angry today. <laughs> uh, wow, Sarah,
1: Can you're it? angry. I'm schizophrenic. I'm also um,
2: the director, Tony's. So Tony. um, Tony's fine. <laughs> uh, so they're talking about so after Thor two wraps, and they'll probably do Captain America two, and then so Neil McDonough, mm-hmm. you know who that is the dude, Dum yeah. Dum Dugan, Dum Dum, um, my favorite character actors, He's actually. he was talking about after Cap two that they're probably gonna do. It's it sounded like he he didn't straight out say it, but it sounded like he was saying that, that after that it's gonna be a Nick Fury movie, and it's gonna be like him and Nick Fury running around That'd shooting be cool. people, and...
1: <laughs> just running around shooting
2: random people. So <laughs> it's a
1: different take because you
2: know there there's been talk when you know, uh, Sam Jackson was signed up for all these different movies, and supposedly he wasn't signed up for the Avengers, but then he was, and it's supposed to be like nine movies, and you know, so they talked about doing a Shield movie, so maybe that will happen. I don't some, know. some more Agent Coulson. Um, uh, they released a synopsis for The Amazing Spider-Man. You guys heard this? Here's what the movie is officially about. <gasps> the Amazing Spider-Man is the story of Peter Parker, an outcast high schooler who was abandoned by his parents as a boy, leaving him to be raised by his Uncle Ben and Aunt May, or Aunt May. If you prefer. Like most teenagers, Peter is trying to figure out who he is and how he got to be the person he is today. Peter's
1: being played by someone in their twenties.
2: Peter is also finding his way with his first high school crush, Gwen Stacy. And together they struggle with love, commitment, and secrets. As Peter discovers a mysterious briefcase that belonged to his father, he begins a quest to understand his parents' disappearance, leading him directly to Oscorp and the lab of Dr. Kirk Connors, his father's former partner. As Spider Man is set on a collision course with Connor's alter ego, the lizard, Peter will make life altering choices to use his power and shape his destiny to become a hero. Just so that's like the whole movie there.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Well, now we don't have to go watch it.
2: <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> that's the official synopsis. Wow. All right. So I don't know. Uh, CW, Green Hornet, the, 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 the pilot was greenlit. Green Arrow? Green, green Arrow. Okay. Green Arrow. Right? Green Arrow. I said Green Hornet. Green Arrow, nice. No, said Green Arrow. <laughs> okay. Green Arrow. All right. Sure, Tony. Yeah, I'm gonna edit that. I'm not, I'm not gonna edit that. So, <laughs> Green so, Arrow. So, g- so Green Green Arrow. arrow um, they released some information about that. So, Ollie's shipwrecked origin is still in place. So he was on a yacht ship. He's on a like a desert Bunch island. Chipmunks. Desert island crash. Um,
0: Alvin. So <laughs> Alvin. he.
2: He is like 27 years old. He was on the island for five years. So that's where he does his training, with survival, and all that stuff. Um, Dinah Laurel Lance is going to be in that. You know who that is?
0: Black Canary. Black Canary.
2: She's going to be 28. She's going to be one year older. Good. No old lady. Cool girl. Um, <laughs> she, Cougar. So here's her. So she is a legal aid. She, uh, legal aid attorney determined to use her life as a one-woman war against the one percent. Following the death of her younger sister, who also Topical. who also happened to be on the yacht, Sorry. she was on the, her <gasps> sister was on the same yacht. He was. So there's no word if um, she's gonna be black canary or not. They just have her list as Dinah Laurel. Um, Tommy Merlin. So Merlin's gonna be in it. He's 28. Blah blah blah. Moira Queen is forty-eight, so Ali's mom.
0: Oh, I thought it was going to be Dinah.
2: No, and then there's Thea Queen, who's Ali's seventeen-year-old sister. They call her like a Lolita type character. Right? What does that
1: mean? That's exactly what—that's <laughs> exactly what a superhero TV show needs: is some jail bait.
0: <laughs> Lolita.
1: Lolita. <laughs> I don't
0: know what that means. What does that mean?
2: What's it, what's the it it it's... It's
1: a... Somebody... Very young woman who seduces much older men, as far as I can tell. Well, there's a there's I mean, a real story. It's a novel, where, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a novel. No, it's not a novel.
2: It's real life. I thought
0: that's a novel. Are you saying no. Okay, forget I asked.
2: So, anyways, because she was 12 when her brother disappeared, and blah blah blah, rich and stuff like that. So, she's 17. Um, Terminator 5 is happening oh. still, I guess. Um, I forgot the director guy. He think he's he's not? You he, no, he's he's doing the Fast and the Furious. Justin Lin, I'm thinking. I don't know if that's right. right. But he's not doing it, so okay. they don't know who's doing it. It's at Annapurna Pictures. That's who has the rights now, because you know the whole who has the rights, and they sold the rights, and Weird. I think Joss Whedon said he'd buy it for a dollar. <laughs> okay. um, so there, there's no director, but they say it's going to be rated R. Good. as should be. As Jim Cameron w- wanted it to be. Yeah. The so.
1: first two Terminator movies were violent um <laughs> uh,
2: we heard about the end of moon night well, yeah. this is me now, restraining you're, myself
0: your silence your turn your
3: mm-hmm.
2: so okay i don't even know if i should get into
0: go ahead okay. do it
2: so moon Knights had like like a billion different series
0: well maybe less than the billion. Maybe a
2: billion. He's had
1: like three relaunches it. over the last 5 years. <laughs> it's
2: just uh, I just I, I I don't don't understand it. Cuz okay, his his first series I think went up to issue 38 and then it went away, then they brought back Mark Specter Fist of Khonshu or something like that. Right. That went up to 60 and that the sales were I mean 60 is a long time. You know a lot of issues, 5 years, but um Stephen Platt, who I don't know what happened to him, but he duties, he actually drew Profit for a while, which just came back as a completely different character. But um, Stephen Platt, like, came onto the series and did this, like, ultra-detail, like, million-bullet casing shells and veins in the arms, all this crazy. So, like, people were really digging it, and the series was doing well, but it still got canceled because it was too late. Then I think they, they had a, a six-issue miniseries, and then – I think there's another four-issue miniseries, and I don't know if there's anything after that, but then the David Finch, Charlie Houston series came up. That was pretty. That, that was really – because that was like after a long hiatus. It was, it was, it was actually it – was, it was Bendis and, and Finch and one of the Avengers disassembled where all Avengers show up there and they, they, they threw Moon Knight in there. and People are right. like, yeah, we want Moon Knight back, and, and so –
1: not enough to actually spend money on the title.
2: So um, Bendis really liked Moon Knight, obviously, and you know he'd want to do it, but he was busy doing a million other books, so that's where they got Charlie Houston, who's, I think, a crime novelist, really gritty and all that stuff. That His run was, was really, really good, and then he left, and then it started going down, and they did, like, The Death of Mark Spector and all that stuff. So that the series canceled, then they brought Moon Knight, Vengeance of Khonshu, was it? Where they had Lynn Francis U and I forget who was writing that. That went up to, like, issue eight or nine. And then they did Shadowland, the three issues, which I never read the third issue. Which really, was, really bad. And then, and then Bendis, then they got another one with Bendis and Malieve. And then, supposedly, their, they, their story arc, they planned on ending it at issue 12, because, you know, obviously Bendis is trying to manage his his duties, and and believe you know they want to go back to Scarlet and all this stuff, so they're ending. And but instead of just ending the arc, they're they're gonna end the entire series.
1: It's unfortunate because that last issue was amazingly good.
2: I'm
0: sorry. No,
2: you're not. You don't like me, Nate.
0: No, I am. You're genuinely probably laughing sorry. at me inside. No, I'm not. I'm genuinely sorry that you, as a fan, has to go through this.
2: You're probably like, in your face, Tony. just like
0: you should be. Genuinely sorry that I have to witness freaking Anne Hathaway be Catwoman because that hurts my heart. Hurts my heart.
1: Just saying. I'm doing great.
2: (laughs) And then we had the reveal of the Batman number nine issue cover by Greg Capullo the other day.
0: That was very pretty.
2: Amazing cover. Parallel to issue four. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, cool stuff. Yeah. That's the news. Woo! Got That's some questions? That's everything? That's all the news that I got, but I got okay. some questions.
0: All right, ask.
2: All right. This uh, is from Thanos Rules.
0: Oh, yeah, he always sends some questions. Yes.
1: What up, Thanos Rules?
2: Yeah, he was Community Star last week. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations.
2: Woo. Um, How important are reviews to a reader's buying decision for a new series?
0: It all depends on the reader.
1: Yeah, it's mm. kind of a personal.
0: Yeah. Some people go into, some people look at a cover and they're like, oh, this is pretty. I would. We'll like to buy this. Some people actually go and read reviews. and
1: I generally go by creative teams. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I think really it... like, like when Bendis and Malik were coming out on Moon Knight, I was like, I, I like Moon Knight, but I'm not super passionate about him, but I will be picking this book up.
2: So you guys don't read people's reviews? I read my own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After I write them. <laughs> no, I mean, um, sometimes I, I read reviews, but um, it's – I mostly, I mostly pick up a book because of the person writing it, or you drawing. know, yeah, or mm-hmm. drawing, and that that's that's one of the main reasons. Like if I, like, like if I know that Rick Remender is going to start writing Secret uh, Avengers, Secret Avengers, I'm, I'll probably start reading Secret Avengers because I really like what he did on Uncanny X Force. No, you didn't read. I didn't, but
2: I will. <laughs> So basically, we shouldn't do reviews.
0: No, because I think a lot of people read the reviews and they disagree or they agree, and you know, I think it it opens up for discussion on the books. And oh, I think well, that I, that's important. I, well,
2: I, I think, I mean, none but of us. But I
0: think it was a personal question, like how important are reviews, and that strictly depends on the individual.
2: I, I, I think none of us are the the typical because obviously we read pretty much everything as yeah. much as we can, mm-hmm. and you know, you see. A lot of people are you know they're on a strict comic budget you know they can only spend so much they can only get so many titles a week, so I think for them, the reviews are important because you know mm-hmm. they need to know which you know can only i can I only spend I, money I can, on only, I can yeah. only get five books this week which mm-hmm. which five is it going to be out of you know these fifty issues released right and I think with us, I think a lot of people learn.
0: What we like. What we
2: like and what we don't like. So, yeah,
0: so a lot of people will like read one of my reviews and I'll give it like five stars and they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to stay away from that because I know.
2: Sarah's.
1: I
0: I know what Sarah likes and it's not what I like.
1: So, yeah, there is also that.
2: Or there's the opposite where they're like, oh, Sarah likes it. So,
0: I will will try it.
2: So, I, I think a lot of people. They, they learn what our preferences are, and, sure. and they they. No, go you with that. you want
1: to find critics who kind of share your taste, so like met or don't, because then you like,
0: know like what to stay away from, right. or what to what to try. Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm curious what other people think, and, you know, because it's, it's the other thing is is when do people buy their books? Because you know we on Wednesdays we try to review as much as we can. We try to get them all done by at least like five or six Pacific, Pacific time, which is you know later, you know, on East Coast and it. So some people may not be able to buy their comics on Wednesday if they have to work or if they're going to school. Maybe they'll wait till Thursday. Maybe they wait till the weekend. You know they can, or maybe they'll wait. they wait till Sunday and go to Corey's store. Hmm. So I, I wonder. You know, some people might read reviews, but then you always have to worry about are there going to be spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> some some reviewers like to put spoilers.
1: I mean, sometimes a book is impossible like to Sarah review Lima. without spoiling something. It's nice. like I can't. You
2: put, you you put reviews or spoilers in there a lot. You'll say it in the very beginning. There are spoilers below.
0: Oh yeah.
1: But I mean, as long as you're warned, I, I really don't see any. I wrong think that
0: that's it. okay.
1: Because yeah, it's like I, if you so open this, i like, I can't talk about this book without talking about the ending.
2: So that's a, that's a hard thing. Like even with like movies and, and stuff like that, it's like you can't, you don't want to give everything away, but it's it's like how can you really review it if you can't talk about this ending sucked because blah blah blah, or this was really great because then they they started doing this and right. that make. The whole I mean, thing justifiable.
0: Sometimes you can get into it without, uh, like divulging everything, though.
2: I feel like I'm tiptoeing around a lot, and I don't know if if.
0: Some people you, it, like that. It if makes people sense. Don't like that. Yeah,
2: because I mean, it makes sense what I'm saying. I know what I'm alluding to mm-hmm. and what I'm hinting at, what I'm teasing.
0: But does it make sense to the person who hasn't yeah. read it yet?
2: Because then they're like, "Oh, and then wait till you see what happens here," and it's like, <laughs> okay. "Okay, yeah, <laughs> all right." So, um, walking carpet asks do you think that the new 52 particularly in its character design feels like a less obnoxious version of 90s comics you know i didn't pre-read somebody's questions (laughs) i yeah i don't no i I don't think
0: i don't think that you'd read a book like batwoman in 1995
2: yeah at all i think well some of of them some of them are justice league maybe you know, a, a, a lot of people are are, are saying that you know, like Rob Liefeld, you know, they're saying he's bringing back the '90s, which you know could be a good. Cause some people like that. Some
0: People really like that. That's yeah.
1: what yeah. the '90s people, was twenty years yeah, ago, guys. <laughs> Rob
2: Liefeld has his fans. You know, a lot of people are very vocal against him, but a lot of people are vocal and pro and, and great for him. So some stuff. It, it's I, I think you know we did see. If, if you look at like you know, especially in the, the first issues, there was a lot. What do we have? We had a lot of violence. We had a lot of T-plus stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that was in the 90s. You know, in the 90s, that's when you had all that bad girl stuff. You know, Lady right. Death, Purgatory, Ghost, you know, all these.
1: Is he talking about, like, the aesthetic of the book itself or, like, the characters? I, you know, I don't know because okay. I'm just reading off the question. Right. <laughs> right.
2: No, but I, I I think in some ways, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, quick action, like, you know, Boom! You know, in your face, throwing the stuff at you. But then, on the other hand, you have a lot of stuff that it's more complex and cerebral. And so, I, I think it's a mix. Because yeah. you know, when you read some of the stuff, you I I look at this, and no offense to teenage readers or whatever, but I'm looking at this. I was like, this is clearly written for or a you know like younger the, demographic. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just like quick, you know, whatever how it is, and you know that that could be fine that for them. That
0: might be great for like a, a younger kid, but or could or
2: older kids, you know, whatever, any. Children of all ages. Yeah, I mean it depends on what you look at. So I I think you have a there's there's a lot of, but you can clearly get different feels for some Mm -hmm. of the different books.
0: Totally.
2: So there you go, walking carpet. Okay, next is from Fear Gal Ryan, who has asked questions before. What do you think is the best Marvel story slash series ever? To convince a diehard DC fan and certified woman. That Marvel isn't evil. What? The- oh, I guess it makes sense. Fear gal. Yeah. Gal. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you just
1: certified old. woman. I, I don't know how you. X-Force. Can you get that Rick certified?
0: Rick X-Force. I That's- felt like I've always had trouble reading Marvel comics because I have trouble relating to the characters because they're so male dominated.
2: But then you had the love.
0: It's not about that, Tony, actually. <laughs> it's about like. Psylocke's struggle of her own discovery, and I think that that was really, like, her, her self-discovery. And I think that Remender explored her character more than any other. Like, like even through Archangel's journey into becoming, like, so dark and, and brooding, you know, she still had to struggle with, like, not just her emotions, but also, like, this is my duty, you know, this is what I have to do.
2: You said duty. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir.
0: And um, I think that that like that to me was was a great depiction of a strong female character sort of going through her her personal evolution. And um, you don't get that a lot with like big team books because they're so male dominated and and male focused. And um, a lot of the time, like the women are, you know, a little bit over sexualized. But um <laughs> I th-
2: you're you're being too nice with that. I was gonna
1: say I I wouldn't say that D C is necessarily better about it, though.
0: Uh, I think so. I mean you don't get a book like and I hate to bring it up again, but not really, don't hate it. Uh like you don't get a book like Batwoman in in Marvel. You don't get a book like Batgirl. Batgirl is not over sexualized. Even Jimmy Palmiotti's run on Power Girl, like she's sure she had big breasts, but she was deeper and and more interesting. On the other side
1: of that coin, you've got the star sapphires. On the other side of that coin you've got like Yeah, but
0: what does Marvel have though? Like
1: they don't have them them anymore, but I was gonna say I would recommend runaways.
0: Okay, name (laughs) another one.
1: Good point.
2: Uh
0: That like that's my whole point. Like, Are you, you talking know, about
2: series or characters?
0: No, I'm talking about series. Like, like can you can you establish like a a strong female character ongoing series? Because that's what, it, that's essentially what attracts like a female reader.
2: I think they, Sue Storm, got, Sue Richards. I keep calling her by her maiden name.
0: I totally agree. With you. Like th- is, that, that
2: that this issue, mm-hmm. she was like she kicks some major. Butt. <laughs> she
0: yeah, she's great. But um, Sue Storm doesn't get her own book. Mm-mm. So, like, if if I if I'm a girl and I've never read comics before, like, I'm probably going to want to read a comic that features a, a good representation of another woman because it's something that I can relate to, um, and I probably wouldn't go for Fantastic Four first, because sure, you know, Sue Storm is uh, is a, is a strong woman, but she's also. Married, she has is, she, children. She is the most powerful
2: uh, member on the team. They've said I get, that, but it,
0: that's not something that you can tell. Like, if you don't really know what to like, what to start reading, at, like in in terms of Marvel books,
1: Avengers Academy, I think is is going in that direction very well. And to to that extent, X twenty three is also. And I know again, it's ending. I know which. Again, I don't know if to blame the publisher or the fans. Like, who, whose fault is this? Well, that, like, I mean, what was the
0: what was the question again?
2: Um, best good, Marvel story series. So, to, so, it doesn't have to be a current. No, it series. doesn't have to be runaways. Or I really like X twenty
0: three is was mm-hmm. good too. Um, I don't know. I, I like I like Children's Crusade, even though there's like no. Like, really, like, I guess Scarlet Witch is a strong uh, female character. Both Young
1: Avengers and Runaways, really, both have really good representations of strong female characters.
0: But for me, like, with X Force, it's just like, uh, I fell in love. I don't disagree. I
1: absolutely agree. I think X Force is is amazingly good with that.
2: Let me ask you this, Sarah. As a female reader, you don't have a problem reading books that are just male characters. No, I don't. But see, the idea is that. Male readers have a hard time reading books that are just female. That's supposedly that why they don't sell as well. Right. That's again, that's not my coming from me. That's so think, basically, women are more open-minded in terms of what they read.
1: I think that's just a social thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's
2: the same thing with the action figures. Mm-hmm. They they won't make female action figures because they think the boys don't want to play with, with something girls. that's gonna be a, a doll. Right. Yeah. But then the collectors all want the girls because they're the rare figures. Right.
0: And they're prettier. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, not always. Just like. <laughs> Like there was the, that
1: weird bald Jessica Drew? Uh, I mean, <laughs>
0: there, there's a
2: the Princess Leia from the '90s, oof. like a little chimpanzee. Oh,
0: No, um, I think maybe. It, do you think maybe it was like that, and do you think it's changing? I think it's changing. I it's, think, I think that... it's
2: changing, but, and and you know, the, there's a the whole thing is you know a lot of people say girls don't read comics, which obviously is not the the the, the case. And you know, my eight-year-old daughter obviously has a crap load of comics, mm-hmm. and. You know, it, it doesn't matter. So I, I don't know if it, it might just be a maturity thing because, you know, women are supposed to be more mature. Not always. Not always. <laughs> but so, you know, it might be that either they're more accepting of male characters and male driven books or it's because in some case they don't really have a choice. If they want to read comics, they have to. That's you know, there's not a lot of options.
0: Do you want to know what I think? And I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but this if, if a guy, if a guy like really wanted to go and pick up like the latest issue of uh, Batgirl, um, is it harder to walk out of the store with and you, you've got one issue, okay, and you you really like it? Mm-hmm. Is it harder to just walk out of a store with an issue of Batgirl or with an issue of Batman? He's always going to go for Batman. Because, true. Because part, like, I wonder, like, if there's, like, a social stigma, too. They're, they're like, it's, to it's very hard for, like... Now, for some guys to be like, yeah, like, I totally dig Batgirl and I want to read this Batgirl comic. But I feel like, you know, when I get to the checkout counter, it's going to be awkward. I think that's
2: the thing with Wonder Woman.
1: As an, ex, uh, mm-hmm. as an ex-teenager as myself, I, yes, that is absolutely a stigma. And it's especially in that age group, like, in the, the say, it's like, when 13 you're young. to 17. Because yeah, that's when you're, like... You're trying to establish yourself. You don't know who you are. Your hormones are going crazy. You're nervous all the time. So yeah, like there is this notion. Even if the checkout like person wouldn't care, and they probably won't. Like I got news for you. Like Mm -hmm. we, unless you really go out of your way to stand out as a customer, we really don't notice. But like yeah, they would think like oh this guy. Behind that counter is going to judge me because I've got this Batgirl book.
0: Yeah, even though Batgirl's like super cool, I yeah. really like her, yeah, but maybe I'm
2: also, a little uncomfortable. They want you to buy their book. If the store has the book, they want you to buy it. For yeah, We're just
1: happy that you're spending money.
2: But it's <laughs> like you know, I I read Wonder Woman, you know, back then and I I have a bunch of issues, and you know, I I, I think I think Wonder Woman would be a harder character. For, for some guys to buy because you know she's wearing this skimpy little bathing suit outfit and it's you know she's supposed to be a strong character whether that's an issue right there you got a strong female I don't know if that is a problem for some people but I think Wonder Woman is always seen as a girl's comic and I think that could be hard for some guys you know there has been some great stories but mm-hmm. on the other hand it also depends on what the publisher or how strong they feel the character is and whether they're going to put their eight creative team on their or the B or C creators, mm-hmm. and so if you say like Batman and, and Batgirl, are they going to have the same powerful impactful stories? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about today's creators, mm-hmm. but you know, so it's it's almost like you can't it's it's like the, I don't know if we talked about on the podcast what Reggie Hudlin said about black, black characters, characters and how those books don't sell. I love and that man. I, I still think that a lot of the black characters don't always have the premier writers that are going to sell, you know, 150,000 books. So I don't know if you can say that a black character isn't popular or if it's the, the book that's not popular because of the way it's written or drawn. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with female characters that you may not have the best creative team on there no offense to whoever's on there because mm-hmm. you know they're, they're doing their and, and sometimes it could even be editorial they're saying you know we're limiting this is what we want out of this we don't want to do too much yeah, of this because or like that.
0: if the sales are low right like if the sales on a book are low they're not going to keep like an a-list guy mm-hmm. on that book you know they're going to swap they're still them still paying out
1: him a list money <laughs> exactly
0: for a book that's not really doing very well so like,
2: like that could be like moon Knight. You know, that's exa- that's I I I, I have no idea what the sales were like. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people. I liked it. Norm liked it. It seemed like people liked the book.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Whether the history just has a the character has a history of not selling, I don't know. I, again, I don't look at the numbers, even though I, I probably should. But Bendis and leave. They were set to leave at issue twelve, is my understanding. And you know, maybe Marvel had a decision. Okay, do we bring in someone else, or do we just end the series? I'm mm-hmm. honestly
1: surprised they didn't put Christos Gage on it. That guy seems to like move in whenever. Like and, and this isn't a dig at Christos Gage at all, but he's not like as, as well known as say like a Brian Bendis. But he tends to like because he took over Avengers Initiative after Dan Slott left. He took over like a bunch of books that Bendis left. Like he he he's the guy who takes over. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually kind of legitimately surprised they didn't bring him in to, to take over Moon Knight.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know.
0: So I don't know if we answered this this uh, individual's question. Uncanny
2: um, X
1: Force, uh, Runaways, Young Avengers. There you go x twenty three and and, you know, you know, X23, and also yeah.
2: a, a lot can depend on you know strong female writers, Marjorie Lou she is awesome mm-hmm. at everything she does, yeah, and you know she's been doing astonishing x men so issue i think it's forty seven or forty eight or forty i can't remember now mm-hmm. that would be a you know great jumping on point for you know for new our, uh, new male and female readers yeah mm-hmm. sure so
0: anyway, all right <laughs>
2: big discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah, next question I guess is more for me. With the introduction and demise of Dr. Guerrero, have you been asked to sign any issues of the Flash? If not, would you? This is from It's Knit. Um the answer is I have not been asked. <laughs> um, you
0: sign my issue of the Flash? The, it's at home.
2: The Well so so we both appeared in issue one.
0: Yeah.
2: Dr. Guerrero appeared in issue two and three. Right. Technically different characters. There is some debate whether my appearance in issue one was the same as the same character as issue two, but that doesn't make sense. So yeah, there's still they're looks
0: like you, both, both yeah. versions, um, twins.
2: Issue two came out right before Long Beach Comic Con. So that's the only time I've been out. So I was there. No one asked me because they probably hadn't read the issue yet. You know, Brian Bucciolato was trying to get, I mean, his, his, he's, he's such a great salesman when he was getting people to go out and, and buy the book. And mm-hmm. So I did not, I have not been asked. Okay. And it'd be, I don't know.
0: I mean, why not? You were in the comic. Yeah, Maybe but That's y- cool. But, y-
2: I mean, when, when a, a character, there, there's been a few cases where a character is based on a, so-and-so's friend or whoever like that. Right. I don't think you normally would ask that person to sign it because they don't have anything to do with the creation of the book.
0: But you've been asked to sign comics that, like, had nothing to do with you. Well, that's just,
2: yeah. I think that was just a... We're a fan of comic vine type of thing, yeah. But I've not, I yeah. I mean, the the autograph yeah. thing that that's that's a different thing. But you know, signing a comic, like I'm trying to think of another character who is based on. It, I, I guess it'd be like you have an Indiana Jones comic. Are you going to ask Harrison Ford to sign it? Just because it's his likeness. Yeah. You know. I, I, yeah, I just like
0: uh, you have a hockey jersey. You know. And it's like a Mark Messier jersey, but if you meet Wayne Gretzky, you would totally get Wayne Gretzky to sign your yeah, see, your Mark Messier jersey because it's Wayne I Gretzky. Know.
2: I think that's a little different. I don't know. Maybe
0: well, I don't know.
2: We'll see. Um, I had
0: Adam Sandler sign my Rangers jersey just because he like because he loves the Bruins and the Bruins and the Rangers. Like rival teams. In your face, Adam Sandler.
2: In your face, about Mary Jane.
0: In my face, about Mary yeah. Jane. And,
2: and J- I should have sent that to James. That, should
0: that. yeah yeah you okay. should actually you yeah. absolutely should.
2: Yeah so so the talk was I think you were involved with this Corey yes. How, the whole thing I, we shouldn't get into this this conversation
0: oh <laughs> who well,
3: we might as uh, well. let's just so, go you the, started the, the
2: whole stuff about is Mary Jane a more shallow person because she discovered. Peter Parker was Spider-Man the night Uncle Ben was shot and killed. James strongly says that that makes her shallow because then she only wanted to be with Peter because she knew he was Spider-Man. And I kept saying, no, that's not the case because they didn't date for like years after that first meeting.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, they they, they were kind of on again, off again. I wouldn't say it makes her more shallow because the black cat was the other way around. But would
0: she have liked him even if he
1: wasn't, I think she kind of hates that he's Spider Man.
2: Well, that's I mean, but that's when clear, she no.
0: now, but before. But if if all she I mean, cared we're teenagers. about
1: teenagers, I mean, even if even if it does make her more shallow, like. No, well, that's it... the question. <laughs> does
0: it make her more shallow? Like, like, okay, would she have looked twice at Peter Parker if she didn't know that he was Spider Man?
2: And the answer is. I don't know. Tell me what you know. The answer. answer I showed you that that what's panel. The answer, the answer is yes because she first saw him when they were like thirteen, and she's like, "Oh, that kid's kind of cute." And her aunt's like, "Stop staring at the, that or flirting with that boy. Get to work, do the dishes, or something like that." <laughs> you win. So yeah, that's right. You win. So she's not shallow. Okay. Because if she was shallow, then that night when she first saw, it, she would have said, "Hey, I want to date you, Peter Parker, because you got superpowers and you're a superhero." No,
0: she would not have been that forward. It was like the 70s or something.
2: But <laughs> she could have tried. I mean, she like avoided him for the longest time. They didn't meet for the longest time, and mm-hmm. even when they did meet, they didn't really date right away. And so, where's James at? Tell him. <laughs> tell him what. <laughs> um okay this next is a good one. Hi-fi just to know ask. It seems in the industry that inkers and colorists are often overlooked. Why do you think this is so?
0: Because people uh, because generally and this is my opinion, uh people that look at art they really only look at the pencils because that's like the outline of the work itself, and they don't really know like what it takes to ink something or to color something, um, and the techniques involved in, in doing both. So I think it's more of like out of ignorance, and I'm guilty of this. You oh, know, yeah. I don't know every colorist technique, so I, I, I can look at something and be like, "That's beautiful," but because I don't know the like the process or understand the process very well. Um, it might be harder for me to be like that is great coloring.
1: It's the same reason that like a prop designer doesn't get noticed on a movie. What right. they're doing is kind of more under the hood. Like it's absolutely critical. I'm not. Yeah, I'm absolutely not course. trying to belittle painters totally. or colorists, but it's just not a very like front and center job description. Right.
0: But when you see like when you watch the process, it's like wow. Like and
1: it's, this it's person... one of those things that when they get it wrong, you notice. Yeah. <laughs> but when they get it right, you kind of don't notice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But they also mentioned inkers because, you know, a lot of time you just say the writer and the artist. Mm-hmm. But what on, on the, the covers, they do include the inkers usually. So that was the colorists usually? Nope, uh, nope, Scott Williams oh, okay. is. Because uh, yeah. most an of these, it, it's Scott usually. Scott Williams is one of the most amazing, It's the, the writer, industry. the penciler, and an inker. The colorists is like never mentioned. What I was extremely happy with um, when they released the solicit information for Winter Soldier. They they have Ed Brubaker, Butch Gweiss, and Betty Brizner. That they actually have her because you know she's one of the few colorists that, at least for me, I can recognize her style. Mm-hmm. You know, same with with Laura Allred. You know, you, they. I don't know how your technique is different. You know, how you can take whatever primary colors and do all this beautiful stuff. You know, but I think that they should get get some credit especially like Absolutely. Scott
0: Absolutely. Williams like inking is just amazing
2: Jim
1: Lee never runs out of nice things to say about Scott Williams yeah. well,
0: Jim Lee doesn't shade very much no, like, not at in all. his pencils so there like a, all the shading is done by Scott There which was a is recent crazy. release
1: called uh, something like Hush Unbandaged that or is, something uh, like that
2: uh, Awesome.
1: Which which is just the Jim Lee sketches. It's the same book. It's all hush, but with no inking and no color. That's a great book. It is, but it's also it's striking to see how much Scott Williams really does. Because like, mm-hmm. it's like, man, the, like Jim Lee's line work is is really really interesting. Intricate. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. so it, just, it changes the whole tone yeah. of, of the book.
2: So inkers do get at least they get cover credit, right? But. It's it's usually, you know when you talk about Justice League who who's who's the creative team in Justice League Jeff Johns Jim Lee mm-hmm. you don't say Scott Williams you know Scott Williams has been there with Jim Lee from the beginning you know they're yeah. they're and like inseparable
0: like like Alex Sinclair does most of the coloring for like most DC books and he I don't think he gets the kind of credit that he deserves
2: yeah, yeah. So, yeah so that's unfortunate I they should have but then what about the letterer I know it's like it, you know some letters do. I mean, you, you know, there, there's different things where you sometimes it's,
1: they. It's crazy. I just recently read the second volume of uh, Bendis's Salmon Twitch Run when he was writing that for Image, and I'm not sure if there was a letter on there or not because it looks like someone just typed the words onto the page, but it makes a huge difference. It makes yeah. a
2: huge. But that huge that that fits the tone of the book. It did, you know, but I'm saying like, the, like
1: the, it was yeah. one of those things where I really noticed like the letters, but I noticed it for kind of the reason that it was just it looked sterile.
2: But. Like like Chris Eliopoulos, he he's a great letterer mm-hmm. I an mean, it's, it's, artist, but yeah. you know he th- there's you know he he does a lot of neat stuff yeah. with with you know so it all depends and you know you don't really get a lot of the special effects in you know comics anymore where you know sometimes that let the letters you know what I don't know if that was all letters or the artists would
0: there are actually one two three four inkers on Justice League
2: wow mm, and only Scott Williams got the credit way to call out Scott Williams he's a <laughs> slacker Sarah. That's Sarah Lima at Comic Vine.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks.
2: Uh, oh, come on, Sarah. Send all your um, Scott
1: Williams-related hate
2: mail. <laughs> um, that was Corey who said that, not me. Yeah. Comic Cabal Cast asks, I just got my non-comic reading brother-in-law to start buying trades for Fables Woo! good. and a good, The Walking Dead. Good trade good. to start with. But I can't convince him to come to a store and grab single issues. How do you sell people? on buying the monthlies.
0: I think you're just a, a certain type that yeah, that like you can't wait for the next issue, or like you are just.
1: I'll be completely honest. The only reason I even still read single issues is because it's part of my job. Like, I, I really prefer trades. Actually,
2: <laughs> I, I like a, a good trade, but I I can't wait. I wouldn't want to wait. Like, I mean, that's that's I, fine.
0: <laughs> like, um,
2: I see the benefit of it, but yeah.
0: Some there are some books where I'm like, I can't wait for the next issue, and then there are other ones
1: <laughs> I have to read Invincible as it comes out, <laughs> and there's
0: another, there are others where I'm like, I they're just so much better when you sit down and like you read them when it's, it's all collected. Um, but. I, th- I think it really depends on the person. Like, how how much do you like it? That mm-hmm. like you are willing to wait. Maybe when he finishes Fables or The Walking Dead, he'll be like, "Oh man, I have to catch up on all of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. because
2: it's." That's how I was with The Walking Dead. Is you know I would get the the hardcovers, mm-hmm. and because they're great collected, but then after, I think it was the, s- I don't remember the sixth one, whatever, and I was like. I can't wait. So I was like around issue seventy, I think something. It would be. And so I just got caught up with the singles. And
1: well, the other thing is that some books just lend themselves to being trades better.
2: Yeah, I mean, for, for a while, I I believe the publishers were really pushing the writers to write these nice, neat five, four or five, six issue story arcs. And it was Marvel, I think, especially like the day that final part came out. It's like almost uh, sometimes at the same day that last issue came out, the trade was out.
1: I remember they did that for Ultimate or, Spider-Man Or it'd for be a
2: like while. like the week after, because well, mm-hmm. like, they they have Ultimate Spider-Man advertised here, mm-hmm. as you know that the hardcover is already coming out. And so yeah, it, it all depends. But like if if I was not doing this job, in, let's say like a couple months or something, I would probably still want to read it, It's also like because like like Ethan, that guy that. We that, that talked about jerk. that, yeah, that <laughs> he used to be around. Um, his his thing is he doesn't like watching TV shows during like the season, like with with Lost. He he didn't want to watch Lost. He didn't want to watch it with commercials. He mm-hmm. didn't want to have to wait each God, week. He's so picky. And and he would wait till it was like on Netflix or DVD or whatever, and then he would watch them. You know, wh- marathon. That's, yeah,
0: that's good, but it's also bad. Like with the comics industry, not everything gets collected, so you're going to miss out on like really good stories.
2: And you also have the potential of getting spoiled.
1: That's true. Or like a book might get canceled because nobody's buying the single issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Like well, what, what James is talking about with Shade.
2: Yeah. So. But I, I think, yeah, like you mentioned, Sarah, like right when you get to the end, you need if, to know if you're into in it, you're, you're not going to want to wait because right. with Walking Dead, you have to wait at least for the hardcovers. You can get mm-hmm. the, the, the six issue trades, but the, the hardcovers had 12 issues. Mm-hmm. So you have to wait a year and maybe a month or so until they click. And it's like, there's no way. So
0: basically, his brother-in-law probably just doesn't like it enough.
2: Yeah. yeah. So he's a poser. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I take that. And our final question comes from Hydranus
1: Wow! Sound like a supervillain, Hydranus Are you a supervillain?
2: Um, I'll see if we have any more, but I don't think we do. With all the Batman comics having a different feel, how long do you think this will last before they start to feel like the same character?
0: Uh, it's always going to be this way. Never, yeah. yeah. They're think... they're just. There are just too many versions of the character that um, he, there's – not everybody can write like Scott Snyder yeah. or Grant Morrison, you know, and Grant Morrison is very different from Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um totally. So, so th- like those th- – like taking those two examples, like those two Batman, uh, those two versions of Batman are so different um that it'll it'll never be the same but that's the thing he's a very versatile character and like you can he's just like we understand you know who batman is and and what kind of a character he is and what makes him tick but there's still so many ways to interpret him. I
1: think that might know. be why he's so damn popular. Yeah. he's kind of all things to you all can people. You
0: can't be Batman. You can do, you know, Batman the Animated Series Batman. You can
1: do, like, can Ninja do, Batman. You can do, like, yeah, Detective exactly. Batman. Right. You, got, you can
0: do Superhero Justice League Batman, like Jeff Johns is doing in Justice League. Yeah. Like, they, these are all different versions of the character, but they're still the same character. And I think that that's what makes him so interesting. So I don't think that will ever happen because it's always been that way.
1: It's more of the seems like the writer than... Yeah, the character like the, yeah. It's Tony the writer's Daniels interpretation. Doesn't, doesn't seem to want to write like Scott Snyder, let's say.
2: But with um, the upcoming Night of the Owls crossover, I wonder if they're going to try to make him feel.
1: I would hope so. Otherwise, it's going to seem like it was written by a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know. So yeah, it, and you know we've said before it's like it's it's kind of nice having these books with a separate feel to them because, you know, that way, you know, if, if you like this type of Batman, you can just read that book. Or if you like this or if you like both, then you have, you know, you can mix it up a little bit and get mm-hmm. a change of pace. So I don't know. And I, I guess the thing, if, if they were all written the same way, then be boring. do you really need?
0: You don't need like no. six Batman books. Well, because no, like, six like what, anyway, what what but... they
2: did with, with Superman in the, the 80s or 90s where there was, you know, four different books. They're all written by different people, but they all tied in. You know, like whatever happened in this issue carried over into so that took a lot of coordination. I I've always felt it limited to writers because mm-hmm. they they couldn't do certain things, and you couldn't have Jimmy Olsen off out in Africa or something like that because he's supposed like to a be. a woman, you know. So I think if you're gonna have all the writers, of course, uh, he's dressed like a woman lots of times. <laughs> yeah, um, if if you're gonna have everyone write the same character. They would have; it almost makes sense to time them all together.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but even even though you like even if you do tie in the story, the characterization is still different.
2: Unless you have tight editorial control, saying you all need to do this the same way, which again no, l- limits
0: different writing styles.
2: Well, it's like when when Amazing Spider-Man was on sale, what three times a month? Yeah, they had rotating teams where you know Mark Wade would do an, an arc, Dan Slott would do an arc, Mark Guggenheim would would do you know, and it was. The flow pretty much went from from arc to arc. It mm-hmm. felt like it was the same Spider-Man. Maybe yeah. Spider-Man's just you know different character, mm-hmm. but you know you had that where editorial would be on it. So while this writer is doing this arc, the other writer is currently writing this you know, the the next arc, mm-hmm. but they have to touch base and you know there has to be some coordination. And but the, again, they would get some freedom. So I don't know. But that's it. Is that Whew. it? That's it. We're done. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week Woo. with another edition of the Comic Vine Podcast. Thanks for sending in questions. Don't forget to send more questions in. And uh, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: So long. <laughs> Thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> fish? Fish. The dolphins. So long. Thanks for all the fish.
1: It's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Reference.
2: Mm-hmm. Read it, sir. Okay.
3: <laughs>